Felix Leiter, Central Intelligence Agency. You must be James Bond. You mean we're fighting the same war? Yeah, I spotted you at the airport, but uh, when I saw you drive off the opposition, I figured I must be wrong. I'm interested in fishing. <laughs> this is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack episode 562, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. No time for money or penny done away. No time for either, thanks anyway. Oh, hi, and welcome to our 1960s space race era secret Chinese Caribbean island spa, where we pick you up from, from the irradiated swamp in our local fire-breathing legend, the Diesel Dragon. <laughs> Sorry about frying your Caribbean Tonto, by the way. I guess you'll have to fetch your own slippers from now on, double O Kimosabi. <laughs> Anywho, I hope you're ready for a Chernobyl-style scrub down and shower on a conveyor belt with a bunch of guys servicing you. Please keep your hands and penises inside the ride at all times. We're trying to keep it PG here, sir. <laughs> Towel? Robe? Oh, was it good for you? How about some international smokes? And now, if you are ready... We have prepared your room and some, oh no, you've just been drugged, now flail about and fall to the ground for the second time this has happened to this movie, T. Oh, I see you've scheduled a wake-up call for a four-grape dinner with Island's Madman, who you probably thought was Chinese, but is really a disgruntled German who has to shop the big and tall and disfigured <laughs> shop to buy a six-foot-long coat sleeves to cover up the fact he's holding fake grippy hands. Oh, one million dollars, Randy. You were wondering what it cost for Jack Lord's lady glasses? One million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I want those. Are you kidding? They're badass. Yeah, Jackie. Jackie Onassis wore them better. Yeah, kind of. I true. actually actually have those. Ask me about that later. Whoa! All right. <laughs> I want them to be actual Jack Lord owned ones, yeah. though. Lady I'm, classes. Yeah, lady <laughs> classes. Uh, with us also, Randy. He's killed his share of venomous spiders before, but not with this much gusto. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. <clears throat> Good to see you in your tuxedo, but I must say, you stink. Oh. You smell so bad. You you smell like you've been up all night in a casino playing Chemin de Fur with people who were all smoking and like sloshing vodka around. Oh, Dismirnoff. And I, I know what you're thinking, uh, but <laughs> it's not good vodka. Like, seriously, right. about 35 years from now, everyone is going to decide that Smirnoff is garbage. Anyway, I've called you here to give you a mission, but for some reason, I'm not going to talk to you about the mission very much. Instead, I'm going to berate you about your handgun, and uh, then I'm going to take it away from you and make you feel like a dumb punk, and you're going to leave here unarmed, but then you'll you'll magically have a gun again soon, which we'll never explain or even refer to. Okay, yeah. so... All right, I know this is this is not. I know it's so strange. This like this moment between us. It's not even funny or character driving. I have no idea. Anyway, mm. so you're going to have great success on your mission, Mister Bond, as long as you follow my three rules for being a free range detective in Jamaica. Number one, mm. 
don't even think about international law or local law enforcement or really any kind of rules or regulations that might modify your own personal power while you're there. Got it? You're a god of danger. Number two. Remember that your purpose is not to find out what happened to our British assets who were killed. Your purpose is to avenge them by killing as many criminals as possible. Get that body count up, Mr. Bond. Number three. Having sex repeatedly with a woman under false pretenses while she's scared of you and going along with what you're doing out of fear and then putting her directly into police custody after you've just had sex, that's not rape. Come on. It's not rape, right? Yeah. You know, you know. there's only three of us guys in here right now. Uh, Miss Moneypenny, would you please come in here and settle a debate about whether or not 007 rapes people? <laughs> Thank you, dear. <laughs> oh, man. First yeah, Bond ever. That. They're getting straight yeah. into the, uh, the 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 obscure uh, space between okay and not I, I so okay. Ooh. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out because you know she's the bad girl. She's the bad guy yeah. in this scenario. She's, but I'm like, mm, I, I she's feel the dirty. carrot dangling on the stick to get him to get pushed off the road by the other guy. Yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah. I, so she's the honeypot, and he's like, he's got his hands like Pooh Bear in there, going, "Okay, I'll take right. something." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's Pooh Bear, all right. Uh, with us, finally, Brian, he probably also thinks that a uh, hearse is a terrible chase car, Ibit. Uh, it totally is. Uh, so, M, you're sending me to Jamaica to investigate the murder of Agent Strangways. Yeah, I just said that. So, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know, you're, you're M, I'm Bond, yes. Uh, we're, we're sure that there's somebody behind it, but we have no idea who it, uh, who it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he's a doctor? Oh, what's his last name? No? Well, how should I know? I'm asking you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, N-O. Fine, jackass. Be that way. Don't tell me. Well, can you at least tell me who's going to be piloting the boat I'm going to be using when I'm down there? Quarrel? No, I'm not trying to fight with you, Em. Right. I just want to know the name of the doctor you think is behind all this. No? You won't tell me, and you accuse me of starting a quarrel with you. Okay, fine. Nice. Then maybe tell me the name of the woman I'm going to be meeting with during the mission. <laughs> Ryder? Oh, come on, Em. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Right, right. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> Let's smoke some uh, cigarettes. It's like my Winona, a Winona Rider a version of the name. That's right. Who's, but, uh, who's on first? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. And and probably the shortest nope. intro I've done in, in years. Yeah, that was more like a, that was like a Twitter <laughs> post. Is what that we should was. collaborate more in yeah. advance. Like we we could have integrated yeah. our, our opening here. Yes. Yeah. But half the fun is not knowing what the hell each other's doing. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Know. And potentially uh, duplicating <laughs> jokes. That is true. Well, uh, as you may have heard uh, through that, especially Brian's intro, uh, Dr. No, it's the first James Bond movie ever, 1963, directed by Terrence Young, who did a lot of those early ones. Sean Connery in here, of course. Uh, Ursula Andres and Bernard Lee are your mains. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's James Bond. You got your, you got all your Bondisms and your stuff, but boy, we sure liked a slower uh, thing back then. Didn't we? We liked a slower. I, thing. Yeah. I, I was, yeah. I was actually, I was actually blown away. Cause I, I had forgotten this was the first one when we talked about doing it and I was like, Oh, it's the first one. And man, all the things are here. I, I didn't think they would have, they, they pretty much didn't steer from this formula for a very long yeah. time. They, mm. they, they, they the, spiced it up a little bit. Yeah. Kind but, of the uh, origin story, right? Oh, let's yeah. see. Oh, shaken, not stirred. Bond, James Bond. Oh, uh, Walter Bond PPK. Girls. Yeah. We got the new gun. Got to carry that around. No, um, 
I really did miss the the absence of the flying naked girl intro music. Yeah, uh, they 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 were they, they were going to get it spicier. We we had three blind mice instead. But we had you three know, blind mice, which had, was great. And they had some go go yeah. girls. They the had like three go-go intros. Guys. The first part was burn it, burn it, like the thing so, we used to. And then I never, yeah. I yeah. never put how, I never put it together how you know later on. They just kept that '60s vibe in the intros oh, all the time. way through because all the way to 2021. A, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Wow, that is really yeah." 60s. Here, here's a here's a piece of it just for everybody at home. Check check it out. And then there's that beer yeah. at the end. Yeah. Wait, so, that was you were playing Spy Hunter, weren't you? Is that what was going on? <laughs> So, uh, rest in peace, Monty Norman just died two weeks ago at oh, age wow. ninety four. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let, like, let's talk a little more about him again later. But like, my first note watching this movie, this movie starts, and the first thing I wrote down was, "Imagine being an audience in nineteen sixty two, and hearing this music for the first time, mm-hmm. and having no idea what you're hearing. Like, it's because right, right you uh, musically, you've got to, you've got to get across to the audience what they're about to." see right sure right you and and you have no connection to this music i couldn't put myself in that in that mindset it's Mm. not possible Mm. to imagine hearing this for the first time Mm. well because you've heard it so much right you know i was thinking about how the you know all right how many i knew i knew ian fleming had written a few of the books before the movie this movie came out and they didn't start with casino royale which was the first book he'd written Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um, how popular do we, any of us know how popular those books were? It was it like a, you know, hunger games or, know, or yeah, twilight was... situation where, oh. oh, can't wait for, they're for finally turning James Bond into a movie. I think it was uh, massively popular, right? I, popular? Maybe even more so. Cause not, I think that's yeah. all there was. Well, I shouldn't say that's all there was, but I think we we're in a different time of entertainment and books were still considered like the yeah. ultimate source material. So I'm, I'm guessing they yeah. were huge, but were people like, pining for yeah, the this, next one i, I don't this know this is kind of this is kind of like parallel to the true crime kind of stories right it was all a mystery and intrigue and sex and it was yeah i think this was this was proper fair for us heading out of the 50s and into the had 60s of, and getting a little sexier we know? had a lot of fear of radiation at that point absolutely of, uh, <laughs> yeah we couldn't couldn't figure out if we hated the russians that are chinese we're not sure we don't know right, just, put them all, just put all the germans just pile them all in together we don't yeah, know pilot like make basically make one villain that that is a, a merger of all of yeah. the, the different cultures we're afraid of i will yeah. i will say though as a, as a kid growing up uh which you know for us it would have been um uh not Lazenby. Uh, what's his name the other guy oh uh who's roger moore so roger growing up with roger moore the yeah. my favorites of his and then anything i'd seen previous to that um man with the golden gun that kind of stuff mm-hmm. was they'd go real freak show with the villains the villains weren't just simple yeah. criminals yeah. or heads of yeah. you know some some kind of syndicate or whatever they had like this guy metal grippy hands and uh, webbed feet for <laughs> one guy, webbed fingers and feet for the dude, and I forget which one. Yeah, yeah um, Jaws had his uh, teeth. Uh, you know the uh, that one guy had diamonds embedded in his face. Yes, uh, yeah. I freaking, was in a wheelchair. Freaking love well, that on, stuff. He was in a wheelchair, and they got. Wait, a why little... do I always imagine him getting blown? Why, why do I always think that he gets blown out of like a chimney stack? You're thinking it's... of the beginning of 
for your eyes only when okay. yep. uh, Roger Moore mm-hmm. picks him up mm-hmm. with a helicopter and drops him into a chimney. <sighs> yeah. See, but I always imagine, for some reason, I always see it in reverse and see him getting shot out of it, like <laughs> Willy, Willy Wonka style coming out of the top of the like, flight. Fly maybe elevator. it was an Austin Powers thing. Maybe so. you know, Obviously, Blofeld was the <laughs> inspiration and visual yeah, for the uh, for Doctor Evil, but Doctor No was an inspiration for a name of uh, Doctor Evil. Yeah, yeah that's I'm true. pretty sure that I read, I started reading the books from the beginning after I had seen my first couple of James Bond movies, so it was all very mixed up. But for your eyes only is an even more egregious mismatch between the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah, like yeah. this one. This one's pretty bad, right? So like, yeah. we're, we're having our first movie start on book number six, which makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That yeah. that little fact. You're like, I, I want to hit it's the ground modern. running here, right? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to spend a lot of time trying to introduce this person. You can do that later, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That makes sense. But this, you know, this movie is full of changes, uh, you know, from the book. Whereas for your eyes only was just flat out. Uh, it was just a, a totally different thing. Like for your eyes only, the book is actually five short stories, mm. right? And and <laughs> like so, it, you know, they basically just took the title and yeah. and said so we're going to. Well, and, and they did that a lot later, mm. but here right. at this point, they're still they still have you know these they have these books to work from and Such a large. Uh, source to pull from by the way this mm-hmm. movie this movie came out just after the spy who loved me the book was published mm-hmm. so up to this point uh in the books we had casino royale live and let die moonraker diamonds are forever from russia with love doctor no goldfinger for your eyes only and thunderball those those had all <laughs> already preceded and really released before, uh, yeah the, the before the 1962 the, yeah yeah exactly Wild. So, so yes, I mean, the the initial question, you know, do we think this was popular? Yes, it was popular, probably way more popular in England than in the United States, Yeah, yeah. but it was popular. It was known audiences did have an idea of what they were getting into. I'm just blown away that it starts in this iconic way that they were able to stick with for the rest of the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I am glad that they fixed the, um, you know, seeing Bond in the sights of the gun and oh, uh, yes. aiming for him. I hated that. Yeah, I hate so much. With like, the bowler, the, the bowler hat, or whatever it was. It wasn't even the him. Bowler hat, first of all, that goofy bowler hat. But also the yeah. way he starts firing the gun. Yeah. As he's turning around, like yeah. it, he, fell, <laughs> he fell, he fell forward. He fell forward. Like at first, I thought, "Oh no, he tripped! Oh no, he tripped! Oh, no, he's shooting! He's shooting!" It's like right. a parody. You thought you were going to watch like a James yeah. Bond parody. Yeah. Instead, it, you, what you get is a dude in a hat. Wrong. The way he turns yeah. is terrible. Wrong. And it's not Wrong. freaking Sean Connery. It's some other dude. It's not even yeah. him. It, so, it did the yeah. did the two did the barrel like float side to side. I always, yeah. I always like it yeah. when the barrel floats side to yeah. side and it goes down. It did like that it, a little bit right, like down. like okay. the, like the guy is dead, but still like uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then as the assassin fades, his sight, the, the his vision becomes yeah, this dot, up. and yeah. the yeah. dot carries on to some other thought completely. Mm-hmm. Like sexy ladies usually mind blowing <laughs> to me that they that they had that from the very beginning that yeah. just yeah. blows my yeah. mind Mine too. <laughs> sexy yeah. ladies usually is a yeah, they usually they usually fade to sexy ladies. What yeah, you do? It's, no, it's normal. They kept it's it normal. PG here, though. I tell you, they kept oh yeah, it PG. camera always. But they had this trick back in the '60s where if the things were about to get uh, hot, they would the camera wouldn't just move out of the way; it would move 
up and to the left slowly. Yeah, up <laughs> and to what's sexier than up right. and to the left? Yeah, up and to the left. I did notice when uh, Honey Rider was on the conveyor belt and she's getting off the conveyor belt. They're about to hand her a towel. She's totally They're, clothed. She's totally like she's got like this beige bodysuit on yeah. that, uh, yeah. which you know, is. They wouldn't have seen in the theaters. Yeah, like, that, that would have made out. us go. I'm sure people went, "Ooh, she's naked there." But no, yeah. Ooh, right. honey, rider, honey. Yeah. Ooh. Then I was hoping we get. I'm like, well, if they're going to do that, they're going to give James Bond a little peeky, and no, they didn't do that. Right? No, no nothing. Harry Here, Connery. cover yourself Still, up. This is PG-13. My, PG, my friend. For 1962, this is very racy. Like this. Yeah. I I, I was sure. shocked at how often James Bond had sex already. Like, I, I admittedly not shown. And you could make the case that there wasn't any sex, even, but sure. it was all implied. implied a oh, lot, yeah. Yeah. right? A, a lot. I don't know who's making that case, but they're they're <laughs> but they're wrong, right? Oh, there yeah. was sex. They're living they're in doing a everything, dream. including showing the Every, cigarette afterwards. Yeah, yeah. The only thing he didn't hit was Money Penny. That was it. That's right. That's right. just a long ring. Right. That's right. Yeah. That wouldn't happen. That's that was always that's a long con. They ne- they never. Got it on. That's how right? they'll finish right. the last James Bond movie, right? When they decide they're yeah, finally yeah. ending the franchise, it'll, the franchise it'll be with uh, Bond hooking up with yeah, Money Penny, it. and they ride off into the sunset. <laughs> you know, we gotta we, we gotta have a conversation at some point. I don't know if it's us or on this show or separate or something, but the last James Bond movie, the one the most recent, Daniel Craig yeah, uh, finishing his run. Yeah, I have real questions about it because in all other transitions of one actor to the next guy who took over, yeah. Yeah, it was different than what I don't want to spoil it. So I just never say it was did different what than they, what they oh, did. Spoil it. I haven't yeah. seen it, but spoil it. Go ahead. I mean, come on. I, I mean, it's been a while, I guess. Now. You know what? It's been a while. If you don't want to hear what I'm about to say, then skip Close this yours. one part for about five seconds. OK, here it is. Yeah. Three, two, one. He dies at the end. OK, end of spoiler. Yeah. You so, never see a body. It's implied that. I mean, it's like, how else is he going to get out of that situation? Yeah. Right. We always assume that all the bonds eventually die, right? Because he's always saving 006. Or trying to no. say 006. So much 006 always dies. There's no other Listen. movie where that's implied. You always see Bond at the end of the film, usually with the love interest, usually with one of the Bond girls. I mean, I'm even trying to think if there was ever a situation where he, you don't see him at the end of the movie with one of the Bond but girls. Always, and, yeah, always this is the only on the one. Other end of the film going, Mr. Bond, Mr. Bond, right. Mr. James, Bond, hello. James. Your radio's not working, James. It, pick except up your for, phone. Except for Daniel Craig's, I always assumed where they transferred over that the last Bond. Had gotten killed, and that this is another iteration. I never oh, considered oh, like no. multi universes or the same bond or anything like that. Well, I mean, that's assumed. the thing. I don't think what they're doing here is retelling. I don't think they're keep they're, they're, the attempt was never made to keep continuity. Except for the Daniel Craig one. That's well, a reboot. That's well, that's coming back. He has it. continuity it, right. within his own movies, but most of these don't. Most of them, even separate as films, don't have continuity. Like the, the right. it, they don't feel like. Oh well, now I'm off the moon from Moonraker, and I'm on to my right. next job. Like they don't have like connective well, tissue. Wait, usually, no, like, we're all here for the just, the one yeah. bad chase. There were movies scene that and... referenced uh, Bond getting married, which he did in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. I and, mentioned that later on. That's true. And there's yeah. a joke in that movie. I hope I'm correct about this. I'm, my memory is shaky because there's so many movies and jokes. But there's a joke in that movie where M uh, M, M refers to. Uh, Bond is a, seems like a different person. Mm. Oh, really? Does he really? It, that's the thing. James Bond is not even a real name. It's it's a fake name. The whole thing is fake. So of course I don't have any problems moving on. Maybe someone died. Someone didn't. Anyway, he doesn't hold the position or the title of double. So do you think? Yeah, but James do you Bond think? Because they try to carry forward though, like like Brian Ibbett just 
importantly pointed out the the wife and the marriage and her death and that stuff sometimes you know he's there's roger moore at a gravestone going oh i miss sure miss you lady you know whatever <laughs> but is it always <laughs> the same lady name because any of them could be married well i mean, I mean that's my point like, is i don't think miss i don't Bond. know that they've ever established this in the books but are is james bond a title and a new agent no. just takes that place eventually no, no. I've, no, I've read no. the books. It's okay. just a he's just a guy. Just a dude. His okay. Name. His name is just James Bond. Guy. And, this, yeah. and this whole discussion is really driving home how you can't watch Doctor No in 2022 without thinking about all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just really hard to drain your mind of everything that follows it. Sixty you know? years, my friend. Actually, I yeah. did. I do pretty good. Um, you're right. It's not easy, but I'm, I'm pretty good about just draining the mind. Yeah. We we do yeah we me and Scott do play retro so every week I have to pretend like it's, it's nineteen ninety two yeah <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah there, so it has a real like, weird effect actually There's, you're not wrong yeah. about that um but but also just like uh the idea that James Bond just keeps getting like I don't know of any other series that's like this any other movie franchise where they're like okay we're gonna do a string of these with an actor it's gonna be fun and we're gonna make a bunch of money. And then we're going to do it again with another actor and do kind of a bunch of other stuff. And some of it will be familiar or similar. And uh, we we may or may not do one of the books. But then, okay, now we're done with him. We'll move on. Like that, where else does that happen? Yeah, I mean, what other franchises have carried on? Star Wars? Can't think of one. 20, 25 See, I don't think Star Wars counts. Star Wars is carrying, Star Wars is doing the same story. It's just over time. Well, Fast and Furious is the only thing this has is, quite long as a run right with somewhat yeah somewhat I, and i don't yeah. even mean length i just mean structure like we're, right right like uh we're just gonna pick up and here's a new bond here we go and here's yeah. a new actor and nobody even gives it a second thought nobody says <laughs> hey, we keep going well we, i don't <laughs> understand what's going on here because that's a completely different actor right yeah here's, right here's the the question that that you're leading me to ask which and and it is does it matter if you watch dr no first like I, I, it actually kind of got to me while watching the movie. I'm like, wow, it is the sixth book. I'll give it that. Like that is, so it does kind of jump in feet first, but I'm also thinking, I don't really think it matters. I don't like, no. this is such a story uh, from beginning, middle end, and it wraps up, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think uh, like you could have watched this fourth or 14th. I think I, think. I agree yeah. with you, but yeah. here's the problem. There's one thing in this movie missing, and to me, it fe- I felt it missing, and that is the interaction with Q and learning yeah. about weird gadgets. Yeah. They didn't do right. that. Yet. Take yeah. me to the take oh, me to the lab, the, the Q's lab, and let me see all the stuff I'm going to do. Yeah, there was oh, no Q you're, here. You're going to see me use each and every one of these things but, over the course of the next yeah. nine yeah. minutes. Yeah. He wasn't even Q. He was quartermaster. Uh, that b- right, blew right. my mind. Like, yeah. What, yeah. wow, yeah. They, I, there are a lot of things that you and, haven't yet. How many? It was it was a couple of more movies before he really became like Q, though, wasn't it? it was still like three or four more movies for oh, that. I thought, I thought Douglas Llewellyn was, was next, the next was one. The next one? Yeah. maybe maybe he so. might have been right away. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Right, it's been ages. So, uh, so yeah, so James Bond initially wasn't super hung up on technology, and I think that's because the whole world wasn't yet hung up on yeah, technology yeah. a ton, and like the movies kind of are where that becomes a real thing, and you you can see the first inklings of it in this movie. I kept I kept noticing every time, you know what I mean? Like when when they have mm-hmm. the the secret radio in the bookshelf, and and yeah, then you yeah. you know when when they're when they're having the gun debate that goes nowhere and accomplishes nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I, I remember thinking, oh yeah, you know, audiences are gonna want more of that right they're gonna they're gonna yeah. want to to understand why why what 
why does James Bond use the gun he uses and, and so on and like drive the car that he drives and you know so like this movie it doesn't have all of that stuff just yet but you can really see it coming oh yeah you can feel right. it's it's yeah. coming down the road and 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 there are moments in this where I was just like now that's James Bond and there are other moments where I'm like this doesn't feel like a James Bond movie. It just feels like a standard, you know, 60s spy give your, kind of affair. Give me your bondiest moment in the movie. Everybody think about that. The bondiest moment in the movie for you. My my favorite moment and bondiest in my opinion. It's actually my favorite because it reminds me of Daniel Craig. I don't know why. But there's this scene where he's in there waiting with his Walter PPK silencer uh, for the guy, for the professor to show up. Yeah. yeah. Professor bursts in, shoots the bed up, thinks he's in there, turns around, finds out Bond is right behind him. And then James Bond says, and I'm probably going to get the quote wrong, and I also didn't capture it, but I really liked it. He said, um, what did he say? He says, that's a, that's a Westinghouse or some, something about his gun. He goes, that's a Westinghouse. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, and you're six down, meaning you've shot all six yeah, of your yeah, bullets. Right. You've already you've already, you shot your six. Bullets. And then yeah. pow, pow. And it, it's a really great moment. Like a really great kind of but also maybe go. Wait, how are you going to ask him anything? Yeah. Right. It, was ruined. it was ruined by the fact that nobody looked at the script and said, oh, wait, he was just about to tell you something yeah. really important and you shot him before. No, no, James Bond <laughs> would shoot you before you're about to tell me the most important thing. Yeah, just, it was a little bit of that weird moment. It, that was a weird moment in that way. But I really, really liked the tone of it. And I yeah, thought was it good. was my favorite bit. But it also reminded me the most of my favorite bond movies which happen to be these daniel craig things i don't i I have a lot of nostalgia for the old stuff but you know it's a lot of cheese it's just big boxes of cheese and it's fine it's good cheese you know it's aged cheese yeah it's it's you know it's it's uh (laughs) it's kind of what you're looking for with the the austin powers films but you get you get a quarter of it in the actual james bond films that the parodies are based on yeah that's a good way of putting it it's um, uh, uh, you know, I'm as much as I. It's hard to say. Oh, favorite Bond moment of all time, or or what, or, or favorite Bond mo- mo- moment even in this. It's kind of hard to say, yeah. but right. I do I do think right. that is that it, was my thing. I love that. Yeah, because is it you know is it the the thing that makes the character who he is uh, for me like that's the throwing his hat onto the hat hook when he comes into yeah, the office for the first good. time, yeah, uh, or is it the you know getting the 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 drink and you hear shaken not stirred but not from him you hear it from right. the, from Doctor No who's like yeah I know you like your drinks like this because we're gonna find out over the course of the next twenty three films that you like your drinks like that. <laughs> yeah. I was working with this yeah. by the way, Scott, a uh, major goof, probably the biggest goof in the movie mm. is is that scene that you just described. Oh, what's um, that? What yeah, so so. Uh, uh, everybody's using a uh, uh, Colt 1911. Like yeah. that's just a gun, like the three blind mice all using that gun. Mm-hmm. And Professor Dent comes in with a 1911, and you know shoots the bolster in the in the bed. <laughs> and then Bond says to him, uh, "That's a Smith and Wesson, and you've had your six. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Smith and Wesson didn't make great a line. 1911 at that time. <laughs> oh, like, really? It's still a great line. It's, still it's, a, great a, line. it's a fantastic line, but it's right, like right. It, like Bond would have had no way to know. That because he know? Was not he's a, been walking around with that Beretta for that lady gun for <laughs> yeah, ten yeah. years. So what does he know? Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Know. Also, also, in addition to the fact that Smith and Wesson hadn't made a 1911 at that point, um, full like full size like government like spy 1911 guns, mm-hmm. uh, they hold seven rounds or more. 
Oh, really? <laughs> Sorry. It would have been great if it had got it wrong. Oh, I right. thought that was six. I oh. actually had one in the chamber. Ah, I got you there, you dumbass. The thinking, there, the thinking there is that they probably planned to have the professor come in with a revolver, right? Which would have had six, and you could have seen him use the six bullets already. Right. But it just they, they just goofed. They just didn't get the right gun. Yeah, in, in I went hand. counting. And it is still a little weird that the professor was expendable but also would have had the most information to share yeah you know, yeah that, that bugged yeah. me you know james bond he's quick to kill in this one i know he's got a license but <laughs> yeah no, the dude right? in the swamp that he just like instead of knocking him out and just laying him on the shore just uh kills him and then when when honey Ryder reacts to this like eh. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah coming yeah it was, it was weird Bondiest moment for me, of course, is the final shot, which is just, it's so classic. It's so, it, it's almost overused. Hmm. The, the, the final shot, he's got the girl, he's in a boat. He lets, he lets go of a rope so that they can be alone. And <laughs> like, it, 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 you, you get tired of it later. If you watch these movies over and over or read the books, even there's, you know, so many situations like that, but it's so very Bondy. And it's probably the best example of the movies, not like the book. Hmm. The book is about James Bond in his head. James Bond has a lot of doubts. James Bond goes to Jamaica on an easy mission in the book because he's trying to get some like rest and relaxation, right? This is, you know, it's, uh, the, the service doesn't really trust him at this point. He doesn't trust himself. It's a really cerebral book about James Bond and about his job and how, how he, what he has to do in his brain to do his job. Right. And like the movie has none of that, none of it. And there's no, no, there's no fault in James Bond in this movie. He is just a a freaking crazy killer object. Yeah. That he, that he, right. There's no, uh, there's the doubt. There's also just the cynicism that he has, uh, maybe mm-hmm. less with Roger Moore, but more with uh, Pierce Brosnan, uh, certainly with uh, Timothy Dalton, who I think was sadly the closest to the, well, the him and, yeah, to the books, but him and Daniel Craig, I think closest to the description that you get in the books, but yeah. um yeah. That that doesn't fly well with movie audiences, or didn't until Daniel Craig did it. I think. Yeah, it, I agree. It just it it really warmed my heart that they managed to nail the landing. Like because uh, by the end of this movie, I was just kind of scratching my. I've seen it before, but I didn't really remember it that great. Yeah. And I'm just kind of scratching my head by the end of this movie. I'm like, what in the like? We're out on an island, and what was Doctor No trying to do? Was he going to use like some kind of TV satellite dish to shoot down a rocket? I don't even. <laughs> yeah, like it's not, radio it's, waves, but he was radiation. Trying to stop, a, he was trying to stop the space race, right? Doctor No, that, like all Doctor No had to do was go to Cape Canaveral and throw a grenade. Like, like it's not like you know what I mean. Like right, you have yeah. all the so much time with those hands. i crushed another grenade damn it yeah (laughs) like the like they invented this whole this whole subplot for the movie it's not in the book the book is the book is is like i say it's way more cerebral uh the 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 island is a guano mine i'm sorry to say Uh, oh Uh, sweet sweet so So the 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 geologist the the geologist that was uh looking at the guano shit right is that what you're saying yeah yeah. 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 they still had the showers just for a whole different reason yeah that's right yeah that's right all those showers gosh dang it um the book book did have the tank and i i was really the dragon yeah i was really amazed by how well that was executed in the movie really except for i was thinking that the book probably allowed your imagination to roam a little bit and think what it might look like and and here it was kind of 
Boy, Honey Rider and Coral are stupid if they think they, that's an I actual know. dragon. And Honey Rider is world traveled. She's smart. Right. I at least understand Quarrel because he's like, I've lived here all my life, Kimosabe. You know, it's like, okay, I get it. You're, you're rude. I get it. But least, she's worldly. Yeah. Ca- yeah. Ca- like, ca- there needs to be a trope for like the least realistic thing a black guy ever did. Mm. I, I'm not, I haven't a, found it yet. But, is but it um, you're going to tell me a black guy is going to see a flamethrower coming from 200 yards away and just stay yeah. perfectly still until he gets burned up. <laughs> John, you going to tell me that? John Kitzmiller oh, deserved no. a lot better than this. And he was, I thought, pretty impressive uh, in this movie considering the role he had. To, he had to play stupid. Yeah. He basically yeah, really had to play, did. play yeah. a dick. He had to play a right. local hick. Yeah. And that was rough. It, it was, that was a crappy way to go out, too. It was like, oh, man, this this dude, you know, did so much to kind of help you get where you're at, and you're just going to let him burn. I was, I was done yeah. with the character when Bond, like, ran away with Honey Rider and said, fetch my slippers. I was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> <He> did, <yes. laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. he. Uh, I, have, I have mixed feelings about how all that went. Um, but he was an interesting yeah. character. Well, I mean, Jack, I thought Jack Lord is going to be all over this thing because he's freaking Jack Lord, but I guess he hadn't Jack yeah, Lorded this is, enough. This is, pre, this is pre-Jack Lord's uh, Hawaii Five O, right? I mean, yeah. that went until later in the 60s, so, but... You know, yeah, he, I remember him I remember him looking well, really grizzled for Hawaii Five O, and in this, he looked like a little, little yeah. 12-year-old. But yeah. uh, he, glasses. I thought, oh, he'll be all over this. He'll be like, uh, what's his name in the newer movies? I can't think of the actor's name. Yeah, um, um, Bernard. Uh, 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 the, 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 the U.S. cop, right? Is there always, there's like the a, Felix Leiter, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Felix yeah. character. The Felix character yeah. in the, the 80s was great, and he was played by yeah. yeah that guy whose name escapes me. We'll think of it in a second. Anyway, and then, yeah, then you got Jeffrey... Uh, Oh, Jeffrey yeah. Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Right. Jeffrey yeah. Wright. And uh, boy, I also don't like what happened to him in the last movie. Anyway, point is, <laughs> uh, I always like that character a lot, and I always think he's going to be in it a ton. He's barely in this. Just like, oh, yeah, hello, I'm Phoenix Light. Except tossing ropes. Yeah. Creep, creep, creepily And I would be so annoyed. I'd be like, okay, I came out here to save you oh, from no. freaking all right. the terrible reasons you don't want to be out to sea in the sun with no drinkable yeah. water. I'll go ahead yeah. and tow you back. Oh, you want to get? Uh, you want to send Pedro to Virginia? Go ahead and untie the rope. We'll just leave you here. <laughs> I, <laughs> Brian Ibbett is is jumping on what I was just about to say. Felix Leiter has been played by so many people. You might yeah. you might think that it was like three or four different actors. No, it, Felix Leiter was played by David Hedison in License to Kill. He was played by Rick Van Nutter in Thunderball. He was played by John Terry in The Living Daylights and Sec Linder in Goldfinger. Wow. It's like it's like Felix Leiter was just like a revolver door of a character yeah, yeah. yeah he mm-hmm. who was the guy in the 90s then we know who that is uh, jeffrey Wright. or jeffrey 80s Wright. no 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 80s sorry 80s and 90s uh, uh which one john um terry, say, john terry in living Hedison. daylights uh who was it in uh he only it made two also, appearances it was also a local 80s. I think we're also confusing Felix Leiter with another character. Was it wasn't there like a cop or something that was always showing up? He was more like a local cop. Than, oh, um, you're talking about the uh, uh, live and let die. Um, yeah, the, the he, he played the same part essentially, <laughs> he but he wasn't Felix Leiter. No, 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 and he was he was uh, not a you know he wasn't a friend of Bond's. He kind of hated right, Bond right. and live and let die and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yes. oh, you the, know, I uh, might be thinking of the local sheriff. I'm thinking sheriff. of the military guy. Didn't he wasn't Felix? He was just military. J.W. Pepper is that who it was? It was no, no. no. In, no. In let it die. needs to be. It needs, oh, he needs right. to be all yeah, the sheriffs. The, yeah, his name was J.W. Pepper. The character's name. Yeah, right. you're right. You're right. Um, oh, it's James. gonna drive me nuts. Clifton James is that his name? No, 
Gosh dang it. Uh, Clifton James, a Sheriff Pepper. Uh, yes, Clifton Clinton James, James, Sheriff yeah. J.W. Pepper. Oh, something I didn't realize. In, also in Live and Let Die, so many connections like Live and Let Die with other movies. There's a connection with this because Roy Stewart plays Coral Jr., oh, who really? is Bond's mm-hmm. ally in San Mami, yeah, yeah, and is the son of this Coral. Yeah, 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 the Coral. Yeah, the Coral family. Okay, now I know I'm a giant idiot. I'm thinking of the character Jack Wade, played by Joe Don Baker. Good Lord, Scott. Good Lord. Oh, there you go. Freaking oh, Joe Don Baker. Right, from Goldfinger? No, or GoldenEye, maybe? GoldenEye no, and other stuff. He did it a couple of times, and he's great. Yeah. He's right, who right, I'm yeah. thinking of. He's not Felix at all, is the point. Right, yeah. I don't yeah. know, I don't know But they always have that Felix lighter kind of character, though, right? Yeah. But I, I, I think he plays better as a little bit of a foil to James Bond. I, I like sure. that better. I mean, he was he was written into all the all these books because you've got to explain how in the world James Bond operates with such impunity overseas. Yeah, yeah. Like you you you've got to, you know, like it just makes no sense that he can just go anywhere and do whatever. So so you have the the CIA show up too and then you're like, "Oh, I get it. The CIA, they have all kinds of operatives out here and they're kind of like mm-hmm. preventing the local cops from uh, interfering and this kind of thing so you know james bond is operating sort of under their cover yeah. like mm-hmm. fleming fleming was kind of smart about this stuff it's just this book you know has a lot more felix lighter and the movie didn't need him at all mm. you know <laughs> he uh, <laughs> but you got fleming, jack lord here fleming eating up the scenery fleming reportedly hated this him. he was not happy with how this thing turned oh, out. oh really jack lord was it no 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 the, the writer ian fleming ian was fleming. like oh yeah he was like i don't like this this is garbage I'm not sure he was ever happy with any of them. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. I, know, I can see that because Dr. No is kind of, yeah, you know, it's a little saccharine. It's a little, it's a little saccharine. I think, I think when, when Ian Fleming became a multimillionaire uh, author, um, he was pretty happy with <laughs> yeah. these movies made him a lot of money. I'll so he probably he got over okay. it. Yeah. He got over it as my guess, yeah. but uh, oh, I'm God. I, I love, uh, I keep, I have I had the trailer run in the background. I, there's a scene that I hate in this movie. It just takes me out of the movie completely, which is weird. Uh, it's the part where he's going up the the mountain in the worst directions ever, by the way, yeah. to meet the, the yeah. Chinese lady. Uh-huh. And uh, he's being chased by the other car. And, you know, it's during that time, the early 60s. You, you've seen a lot of those, you know, chase scenes where somebody's chasing somebody in a car and they're driving yeah. in the front. Obviously, it's being projected behind them. Hitchcock did a lot of great <laughs> stuff with that. They yeah. didn't do it so good here. No. Nope. Because <laughs> no. whatever camera they were using, the car kept getting really big. I mean, it was like almost like it was in the car with them occasionally. It was just <laughs> right. so freaking huge. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I was, I was impressed. I, I thought the cuts between the, the you know, there was like a, a truck shot where you got a camera on the back of a truck. And right. then they cut to a stage shot and they process them together. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was pretty good for the. Did time you enjoy frame. the uh, tarantula crawling on the projected uh, screen? <laughs> on the glass, like a sheet of plexiglass or something. Where like yeah. Sean can't even stay if still underneath the uh, the glass. Yeah, have been moving. Yeah, that yeah. was a little rough. But, I, I couldn't oh, tell if it was glass or if it was just they put the spider on a glass. There's a bit of tro- yeah. trivia that says Sir, yeah. Sir Sean Connery is morbidly afraid of spiders. The shot Sir of Sean the, Connery said, Dr. No. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> says the shot of the spider <laughs> on his bed was done with a sheet of glass between him and the spider, which can be seen in one shot of the movie. Um, but this didn't look realistic enough. Uh, oh. Additional close-ups were reshot with stuntman Bob Simmons. Ah. That was the body. You were that saying. dude has a Sean Connery body. Yeah, that oh, yeah. dude did great because yeah, I've seen yeah. a lot of Sean Connery hair 
Yep. And that guy was spot on. Same skin tone, color, everything was. And this Simmons guy claims it was the scariest stunt he ever did, which I think is a weird thing to say. The tarantulas just don't do anything unless I, you piss them off. But they aren't tarantulas. They, they're really one of the least yeah, dangerous they're docile. Uh, spiders. They're docile. Yeah. They don't do anything. So, I, and, yeah, you know. I grew up in tarantula country, and this scene didn't didn't scare me yeah. at all. Like, like I didn't even know. Oh, kidding. Oh, no, it's going to out. tickle you with its yeah. uh, little uh, spider hairs. But, like, <laughs> even if a tarantula sinks into you, like, sinks those fangs into you, it's it's like a mosquito bite. It's really yeah. not yeah. a. Yeah. It's just not a terrible. Well, thing. Guess, tell tell that could, to my lizard brain who goes, get it off, get yeah, it off, get it off, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is very creepy. Like I've many times as a kid, I had a tarantula drop out of a tree onto like my shoulder, my back, or something. Mm-hmm. Like okay, and that's, Indiana and it, Jones. What's going does, on? Where are you living? <laughs> in South Texas, and it does really make you jump. You know, because it's like there's a yeah. really creepy feeling when that happens, mm. and you can like you can like fly a block ahead. Right. <laughs> you know, but I just like this. I don't know this scene. There must have been it must have been a time before anybody really knew. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like general yeah. audiences had no idea that they tarantulas are cuddly. People still don't know that. I mean, and by and by and large, I don't, don't think most people think. No, I think is, I think they freak out. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Most I think it's human like nature is natural. It's, I think there, if you're around them in our lizard brain. Yeah, if you're if you're around away. them, you're Indiana Jones. If you're not, yeah. you're Alfred Molina. <laughs> you're you're, shit, yeah. you're scared <laughs> out of your mind. It, <laughs> it does. It does give way to the shot of him slamming a shoe down on a floor yeah. behind a with, bed, which was. The, shockingly effective well hold on i you know what for let's hear it this is what this is how they decided to accent that very moment that randy's describing here it is i love that they added music i I love it doing every smash of that oh that spider's (laughs) got to be like uh a a four foot wide splatter at the bottom of that and you know that you know that scene everyone always says oh it started in aliens and then everyone used it where they're flying away from the the planet from the colony yeah, and the yeah, music right, goes dun, right. dun, 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 yeah. dun, before it explodes. Yeah. I think this yeah. is that. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just like shoe edition, you know? And I'll bet it wasn't, this wasn't the first. I'll bet there were other, other examples right. of this. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sure Hitchcock did it. Yeah. Right. Especially yeah. scary movies. And, and yeah. so like, this was, this was like, it, it starts out as this weird, like, what are you doing putting your scary movie into my James Bond? But the <laughs> end, the end uh, makes up for it. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I do like, okay. So a very Bondian moment for me was when he just dealt with that. He looked visibly horribly shaken. Like he actually looked shaken, not stirred. He looked shaken, not yet. Yeah. yeah he was pretty freaked out. <laughs> uh, cut you off at of the corner there, Brian. Sorry. Um, but then, then he the fa- it fades and then he is suited up in the nicest preppiest looking suit walking into the office. Good morning, everyone. I'm freaking James Bond. And he was I love how that dude just on a on he's a good dime. at hiding it. Right, That's, he's yeah. cool under pressure. Even though, and he says later on when uh, him and Honey Ryder are getting in the elevator, she says, "Oh, you're you're I'm good to see your hands are sweating too." He's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm also nervous." And I was like, "Oh, what a very tender tenderoni moment." For yeah, the, uh, especially which for James again, Bond, which again admit. perfectly endemic to the book did not fit in the movie and that's a shame right. it's a shame that the, the movie didn't have a little more humanity in james bond until that moment because mm-hmm. in the movie like when he says that you're like wait what yeah. are mm-hmm. you scared mm-hmm. james bond is scared yeah. james bond doesn't get scared yeah. he's putting on right he never gets scared he never gets scared <laughs> hey scott yeah how how gross was it when sean connery was licking his fingers and sticking his hair on the on the 
freaking closet door. Was that, 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 was that pretty gross. anything in you? Uh, that That's grossed me out. Me. It wasn't my gross, you know, we may as well do it now, but that was not the gross moment. I'll, uh, I'll, oh, play, okay. the, I'll right. play the thing so we can do it here. You waxed your anus. Gross. All right. What do you think did it? <laughs> What do you think? Well, I would the hair for sure. All that all that human saliva on the <clears throat> well, let, let's just closet. say you're in the neighborhood on the on all your right. on your idea there. Anyone okay. else? Any ideas? What do you think grows me out? I I actually thought for a moment and it, I I knew it wouldn't be like what grossed you out the most, but I actually thought for a moment, you know what? Scott would probably hesitate with the improvised snorkel. Like that that's <laughs> just <laughs> Oh really? Like uh, yeah. yanking a plant out of the ground, using it to breathe. Yeah. Actually, he does. Yeah. He does blow through one of them and then hands it yeah. to Coral. Yeah. With yeah. That, uh, yeah. That? yeah, that wasn't it. But I love the term. Uh, I would have. What do you say? Something. You about, would hesitate. I would hesitate. hesitate. I would hesitate with the improvised snorkels. An amazing yeah. sentence. Yeah. I'm not breathing. I'm not breathing for this. Gross. <laughs> no, that's not it. Because uh, that's an emergency situation. Uh, what okay. got me? Oh, Abbott, did you have, a, did you have any guesses? No, I was like, I, I watched it with a uh, a steady eye, trying to look at what would gross you out the most. I didn't write anything down for that this time. For me, it's like at, right out of the book, and I think we even had one recently where it was similar. I just freaking hate it when someone spits in somebody else's face. Yeah, that was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hate yeah. it. I don't care how cute well, she, a good looking she is. So you know, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Like, man, of course she was mad. She she should have been way more furious. I, I expected Judge, to see her like freak out. Yeah, judging by all the kissing they did, she probably just yeah. spit a bunch more of his saliva oh. back. Yeah, right back. Yeah, in. that's the oh. other. That guy kisses like <laughs> oh. I don't like how he. Kisses. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I really do. I really do think they're. You know, despite their previous uh, love making, uh, yeah. there's just nothing more foul than spitting in your, the face of anyone. It's just yeah. so gross, and yeah. he just kind of plays it off like, <laughs> I'm like, no, uh, dude, that's the worst. So Go was she find supposed a- to be? So I. I couldn't figure out was she supposed to be Chinese? I couldn't. I, there's so much cultural okay, okay. confusion in this film. Okay. I couldn't. So hmm. at this at this point in our history, uh, the Chinese are still uh, you know kind of technically allies of the West, right? We're yeah, still right, right. we haven't we haven't fully lost them, but they are completely closed off. Like yeah, there are just not many chinese actors available to filmmakers especially let's get a french lady then let's do that let's yeah french so lady. like and these guys guy. these guys go to make a film in jamaica <laughs> and they're just gonna they're just gonna take this english bloke with them and put you know like dr no is going to be played by he's actually he was actually a french canadian and it's yeah. like uh, you know they're just they don't they don't have a lot of good options there's just yeah. not any you know i i mean we should fault them for not finding some Asian, even slightly Asian actor, but you know it's fine. Yeah, like, Miss Ter- mm-hmm. Tarot uh, was played by Zena Marshall, who's also French. So I, I, I just couldn't figure out because they kept trying to dress her up and throw on the kind of the geisha hair and that kind was, of stuff. And I was like, the, the egregious uh, line of of mascara off the tips yeah. of the yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. She. I mean, she was good. Oh, they were. So do I? Oh, did I get the count right? We had three. Bond girls this time or no or is it just two? Uh, so are we counting? Conquest? Are we counting trench? I can't believe oh, yeah. she called herself we, trench. trench. Yeah, yeah. Mini mini golf in the bedroom. Yeah, I think we count her because she definitely she definitely got something. Well, hold right. on. Well, I mean, they hooked up at the casino, right? Did the, they? At the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at the hotel. Oh, right. Yeah. They did. Okay. But yeah. what about the photographer? They play, play a little hole in one. If you the fo- <laughs> yeah, 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 um. the photographer lady. What was her deal? Oh, they, she just disappeared. Annabelle Chung. 
Oh, yeah, she worked she, for Doctor No, and what was the deal? Yeah. That is a little bit. You know weird. what that reminded me of? That's like Anna de Armas in the last movie, where mm. there's no romantic thing. She just shows up, shoots some stuff up. They make pretty yeah. eyes at each other, and then she's out. So it's yeah. a bit and like she was, that. Uh, and she was, uh, she was, she was Miss Jamaica, 1961. By the way, if you're if you're curious, I am keeping Jamaica, track. 19- so yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, glad that we got that one in yeah, there. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, uh, yeah. I just, I for whatever reason, I thought the rule was three that you always had three, but I guess not. I guess that was, it's like, yeah, that two. was three. That was three. Uh, the the lady at the beginning, right? The lady he raped. Trent. So Trent, and then uh, honey uh, money, money penny, <laughs> money, honey, honey, honey rider, honey rider, <laughs> honey penny, honey penny, yeah. honey, honey. <laughs> Look for honey penny. That's fantastic. I love the name honey penny. Um, um, yeah. Speaking of speaking of Honey Rider, uh, wildly different from the book. Probably the biggest difference mm. uh, in, in, from you know from the book. So in the book, um, uh, she's naked, like she's, she's naked. She's naked. Oh, comes okay. out of the ocean naked with her conch yeah. shells. Yeah, and basically stays naked for a, a lot of the rest of the adventure. Because like, what are you going to do? Um, <laughs> yeah, what are you going to put clothes on? Freaking enough that. Yeah. What are you do? Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason in the book, Ian Fleming decided to give her a terribly disfigured nose. All right. It's it, like, I I just don't, I can't wrap my head around this, but it's true. It's in the book. She, Honey Rider has this like disfigured nose. And so she's like using one of her hands to cover her face so that James okay. Bond doesn't see her weird nose. And so that it makes means that he can see her nudity. And it's like, I I just don't, I don't know. There's something about that. Like, s- handled so much better in the movie. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Ursula, uh, uh, Ursula Andress returns, uh, not as Honey Rider, but in the Casino Royale. Yes. Oh, but that's the, the, that's Peter the comedy Stellers. thing, right? Yeah. Oh, the comedy yeah. one. Sure. So Which is <clears> that's always been weird to me. And I, you know, I'm again, not having, having, this is my first time seeing Dr. No, I should mention that. I don't know if I have, hmm. um, I haven't seen it before. And so for me, this is all new. And I've always been really curious about that Casino Royale thing because I just think that's yeah. odd that you went a comedy, yeah, for With the first one and all. Why Peter said like that's weird. It's weird. Yeah. To me. So you know when we were talking about long, uh, long running movie series, I did a quick search and we'd moved on to other subjects, so I decided not to bring it up again. But I'll bring it up now um, <laughs> because Batman began with a comedy. Batman. And has had multiple actors playing the title role, and right. non can that you know each one doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily continue on to the next, but right. later more recent ones kind of have. That's a good been. point. Now, sure. now, see, you're gonna get you're gonna get the bad people mad at us because the first <laughs> Batman was serialized and uh, very serious, and uh, we, but our our story begins with me, like our generation. We know the the funny one. Yeah, That's we know our, the, our Batman yeah. started. Yeah, well, no, let's you know, you can't tell me that him running around with a bomb and oh no, there's nuns over here. Oh no, there's a bunch of no, swans. no, no. I'm not. No, no, no. He's that, saying that he's not Batman talking about that. Funny. I'm yeah. saying there's Batman before that. Before that, oh, we had oh, oh, we had a serious series. Batman back in the 40s. Yes, right, right, right. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The black and white. Yeah, and right, right. But you're right. For our story, that's where it starts. Yeah. Well, and this movie, this movie comes at a time when. There is a lot of censorship. It is not easy in most Western countries to get these books. These books are these books are not you know they're they're considered pornography. Um, it's you know like the movie itself, like as Terrence Young uh, said, you know they have to they had to take the script based on the book and then put some humor in it because if, if Doctor No had no humor, uh, that the censors were going to just 
come down on them. And, and so, I mean, you can, you, you kind of have to put your mind in that time frame. you know, uh, mm-hmm. still a lot of prudes running around in 1962. And so there, there are some remarkable elements here, you know, just, yeah. just honey, just Ursula Andress in that two piece, you know, like that they had right. to, they had to make the whole movie around that get past the censors, you know? Yeah. Everybody had this, uh, Tarzan, me, Tarzan, you Jane kind of body, everybody. Um, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> I've always wondered chested. about this. Yeah, yeah. I always wondered about this. Like, was there a certain workout routine in the sixties, fifties and sixties that these guys followed that made them shape like that? The Jack LaLanne, uh, whatever the guy's name they, was. Uh, yeah. Look, ja- um, I know they, they weren't differently shaped. There's still women with the same body shape. It was just, I don't mean popular. just women. I mean, I mean dudes. I mean see, everybody. We don't see all body types in movies because you know we're, they're not going to show all body types in movies. But that was the body type that was accepted. I guess so. so. That really was that was the weird. popular body type. You're probably right. But right. The, in the in the in the dudes' case, they always feel like they're holding their gut in. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, always, they were. I guess they were. Um, yeah. They were always just something about. I don't know what it is. There's something about that era, and I. I've never heard a really good explanation for why they all look like that, but you, you, you probably, that's what we thought a manly man looked in a woman, woman, he looked, you're probably woman, right. Those tastes, man. those tastes are what get shown on screen. Like today, if you see yeah. one of the fast movies and you see a girl in a bikini washing a car, you're like, that's today's yeah. version of what we I think mean, is yeah. probably 60 sure. years from now. They'll look back and go, what were all these toothpicks doing on the screen? <laughs> and yeah. what was wrong right. with these guys? Yeah. Why were there, they were all, crazy looking bubbles yeah what's going on <laughs> i've always believed the answer to your question scott were yeah. people shaped differently back then is no people come in all shapes and sizes at all times it's about who is being cast yeah it's about the decision to put someone in front of the camera in the first place right and so it's a it's a matter of like this like current cultural mores at the time right sure and and a you know a woman who you might see in a movie in 2005 and she's very slender uh just wasn't getting cast in 1960 yeah i could see that that's it's a little like you know and whatever set the standard it's like oh hey carrie grant with a shirt off that's kind of what we're aiming for so we're gonna do that from now on and then oh hey marilyn monroe with a blow someone blowing up her skirt that's what we're looking for for a while uh, yeah, and then they just and then they cast Someone's, accordingly. A bunch of guys down the in the in the in subway. The sewer, in the, yeah, the subway uh, grate. <laughs> oh, did you guys hear about that? The, so this new. Speaking of Anna de Armas, uh, she's yeah. she's the new. Uh, she's in that new blonde Bond. Saw the trailer yeah, yeah, yeah. for that. She looks she yeah. looks great. She uh, looks like she'll do the part really well. I really like her in general. Like but it's the Monroe, first. Yeah. It's notable because it's the first Netflix original NC seventeen rated film. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. And I don't know if that means it's going to be like, I'm John F. Kennedy. Give me a blowjob. Let's do it. Nice. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but NC-17, yeah. baby. Woo. Wow. Yeah. I love how I love how history becomes so, I don't know, just boiled down to a couple little incidents. <laughs> I love how it all. I just, know. You know. I know. Forget about forget like about that, Bay of Pigs. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that not just Elvis. a Scott thing. <laughs> yeah, everything. I can't. I can't go see that current Elvis movie they're doing because it's gotten so radical. I'm like, wow. I mean, well, maybe it's just gotten never, maybe it's just gotten it more was, realistic because you weren't exposed to it back then, or they wouldn't have been. So nobody yeah, knew what yeah. the Colonel. Well, was yeah. Like. I mean, I, I was. He didn't die until the mid 70s. I mean, we were all living. I mean, right. so, we were I little mean, kids. Yeah. It was 74 yeah. or something, so we were all pretty young. But but he had – I understand that. But what I mean is at the time of his life, you didn't right. have TMZ going, 
Elvis photographed in a hotel with 18 hookers. <laughs> Elvis didn't blow it on a toilet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now we do do yeah. that. So we have this like idea that it was do. somehow different, but I don't think it was different. I just think people were filming now and they weren't then. I think that's and, really and, the yeah. main thing. And you know like Elvis say, got up to some stuff, man. That guy. Like I say, now, nowadays, man, people just, they only want to see ultra skinny in front of a camera. And yeah. like, it's, 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 sometimes it's shocking. Like I saw a picture the other day and I can't find it, but I saw a picture the other day of Anson Mount on the street. He was mm-hmm. like walking along, you know, in street clothes mm-hmm. and there were like other human beings near him. <laughs> and so like, contextualized An- the Anson, yeah. Anson Mount is a gorgeous man. He's a beast. He's so ripped and so like muscular. And, but like, but like when I say that I'm talking about Anson Mount next to Ethan Peck, right. Who is a skinny post. Right. Like next to a normal human being on the street, Anson Mount looks emaciated. Like he yeah. looks like he weighs 130 pounds. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just sure. like, how is this like, we're really in it that in this time frame, you know, like we just don't, we just yeah. don't see normal body sizes I, on. I really TV. love seeing, I really love seeing the rock next to like wrestlers from old photos yeah. and stuff. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. He's such a, he makes, he makes, he makes, uh, those wrestlers make, him look like Kevin Hart, like oh, he right. does like, yeah. to Kevin Super Hart. Teeny, like short, tiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Right. It's always weird to see that. They always look like big tubs of goo back in the day. Not him. Yeah, which yeah. I loved. Him mm-hmm. and Cena and all that. They all just went, yeah. no, hi, hey, what if yep. we were actually in ridiculous shape that's impossible to attain? What if we did like that? The, yeah. the, the Rock is about five inches taller than me. And he and I weigh about the same weight right now. Right. And that just like, I'm just like, what know, are you kidding? <laughs> How is this possible? Yeah, I yeah. do not. It's like, and it's just, it's just what we're used to seeing when we see TV shows or movies. Yeah. Well, he would say you're welcome. When, when, when he talks, right. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, <clears throat> what else is going on here? Oh, I did like this. So speaking of Cary Grant in 2019, just recently, Cary Grant's daughter, Jennifer Grant, uh, revealed that her father would later regretted turning down the role of Bond. He was offered that very early. Uh, was supposed oh, wow. to be him, not Connery. I'm not sure how that would have went if he'd have faked an accent. If they just would have said, "Oh, he's American," I, I don't know what they were going to do there. But he would have talked like this, shaken, not yeah. stirred. He would have said, um, <laughs> "Bond, James Bond." <laughs> but I, but I guess he turned it down instead of. I mean, it was his to have, and he didn't do it. What a what a weird. What a weird alternate future or uh, past yeah. we would have had if Cary Grant would have been James Bond. I don't know how that oh, would have worked. For sure. Might have been okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it would have been great. He, but he was still kind of doing the he was still doing the rom-com kind of thing, though, right? I mean, not really rom-com, but st- kind of that thing. That right? was his thing. I that mean, was his thing. Uh, you know what? Yeah, that yeah. dude, I know, yeah. I, you know, I'm not really, uh, uh, I'm not anyone studied in like old film or anything like that. I don't really, you know, I'm not like a giant fan of those golden era Hollywood time period stuff. Right. But right, I right. can't help, but love every time I see Cary Grant do anything. I enjoy the hell out of that yeah, shit. He's good. Yeah, he's a, yeah. he's quite the presence. He's amazing. I think, uh, yeah. underrated. Yeah, I think for he could do it. He could do a, he could do a fine English accent kind of subdued. Mm-hmm. And he never said Judy, Judy, Judy. Oh, is that one of those uh, uh, things? I don't know. Play it again, Sam, where it was never really said ever. Uh, kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. Mandela effect thing. I don't know. Yeah. Did he never say it? <laughs> now, now I want to know. But my fa- one of my favorite gifts on the planet, uh, animated gifts, is when someone will post that picture of Cary Grant just pointing out the door, like doing the sweeping yeah. hand to point out the door, and it says "Get out." Because yeah. you'll do something like a bad dad joke, and someone's reply will be that gif. I love that gif. 
Yeah. Use that. That's in my top five gifts of all time. Congratulations. <laughs> it's too bad we don't get more Cary Grant movies on film stack. I, I like Cary Grant. I wouldn't mind either. Sure we can find. I'm sure we could find a good yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, did yeah. we do North by North or what's the mm. what's the one yeah, where North by Northwest? Did we do a couple of them? Did we do North by Northwest? Oh no, we didn't we didn't do it. No, I'm just saying, but did he do he did a couple of uh uh Hitchcock films, didn't he? He yeah. did uh, oh, yeah, North yeah. by Northwest. Yeah, he did. Not yeah, as many as James uh uh Jimmy Stewart, but he did. James and all I could get in my head was Cagney. It's like, no, not James Cagney. James, yeah. Kevin James. Found, Kevin James. Yeah. I just found several Cary Grant movies on Amazon Prime streaming. Um, Charade jumps to my the top oh, of my okay. list there. Good one. Because that okay. almost is a James Bond film. Yeah. And then, and then The Bishop's Wife, which I would watch just to make fun of it, I think. Yeah, isn't that? Didn't they remake like, that Eddie Murphy or yeah, something? Yeah, with Whitney Houston. Yeah, yeah, or not Eddie Murphy. It was Whitney Houston and somebody else, not Eddie Murphy. Why do I think that? <laughs> I'm, I'm Eddie Murphy. I'm the, I'm the, bishop's, I'm the bishop's wife. I'm the bishop. <laughs> um, all right, let's see here. Oh, this is great trivia. Sean Connery was fitted with a toupee for the film. He yes. had started losing his hair when he was only 17. <laughs> uh, began wearing a hairpiece in his films in '58. From Goldfinger onwards, he wore a full wig. In this form of film, rather, he wore a dry toupee and a wet toupee when he was in the water. Yeah. I love so that, in that two shower, he had a wet toupee, toupee if it fell off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. And this, is, this explains why in a lot of these uh, action sequences, we see him from a distance. We're never really, you know, like on the beach, yeah. he's running with Honey Rider. They're like way down the beach. You're like hmm, that's an odd place to put the camera, but uh, that wet toupee probably didn't look very good up close. No, I bet it looked real bad. Yeah. But whatever, you gotta it's James Bond. Can't be bald. Yeah. Can't have that. Right. Uh, other no. other other shot for the wet toupee is when he's in the when he's in the hot water tube. Um Oh yeah, that was rough. That whole sequence, uh weird. I mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was I was curious, did did that start did that start the fire that wouldn't go out of people crawling through <laughs> stupid ductwork? And that fire that continues to burn bright today, that one. Yeah, it's yeah. like how we gotta move from we gotta move secretly from one location to the next. Well, everybody knows we have industrial sized ductwork in every building that's ever existed, so surely we can get in there and crawl yeah, through. I wonder if this is the origin of that, because that is in know. every movie. All movies so ever. In, yeah. I mean, you would you would have to say the book was the origin, right? This was like uh this okay. was like the movie's take on him having to escape through an obstacle course of horrors. In, right. in the book. Yeah, because and, he didn't do that in the in the movie because he started out pretty clean cut. And then by the time he gets through, he's all shredded and torn and everything yeah. else. I thought was, it's like, in, the, in the book, like he he is literally being watched by guards who are pointing guns at him. Like mm-hmm. he has to. It's like a, you know, it's like a big game for Dr. No uh, that uh, uh, James Bond is trying to get through a bunch of terrible, ridiculous things. Oh, and in here and they by just the turned way, it into escaping. That's interesting. They made by, that choice. By the way, in the book, Honey Rider is chained down to a spot where the rising tide has a bunch of flesh eating crabs slowly coming toward her. Awesome. And mm. so, oh, wow. And so like the movie actually references that, mm. but you just see her, you see her bound to the floor 
and the ocean is in front of her. And I guess as a viewer, you just assume, oh, that that's like, drowning. Torture. She's going to die eventually. Yeah. But like in the book, it's crabs that are coming to eat her. <laughs> wow. She's got crabs. And was she, st- <laughs> was she still uh, naked at this point in the book? She was still naked. So I guess, <laughs> okay. I mean, the, <laughs> the book, the book is really, the book really doesn't have a lot of honey writer. You know what I mean? Like right. in the movie, it makes a lot of sense because you've, you've now you've established her. You should show her off, right? Yeah. You should have her with him. She goes to the dinner with him, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, huge, massive trope. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, trope. This is the, this is the creation of the trope. The trope is called. No- Whoops. Wrong button. The, the trope is called "No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to dine." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I was waiting for that. Yeah, and, I kept uh, waiting for that to kind of happen. It, in so many movies, yeah. in so right. many movies, you sit down with your adversary and have a meal. <laughs> right, it's like the delicious gunpoint of a pile of grapes. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, there's four grapes. Yeah. That's four that grapes. was dinner. I'm like, that's a ter- doctor knows an idiot. I don't like anything. That's an amuse bouche is yeah. what that is. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, I, I all I could think of was like, uh, yeah, doctor no has a shit menu. <laughs> He doesn't know what to do for guests. He's bad. No. And maybe it's because he's fumbling around with those dumb hands. And it's probably that's what I was gonna say. It's probably the stuff that he won't eat. You yeah. guys are trying to serve me grapes, really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't eat these damn things. Give them to the guest. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. That's even better than what they did. Uh, all right. Well, let's see. Uh, uh, oh, um, was this the? Um, yeah, this is the first time that. So this Walter PPK thing, well, of course it's the first time because it's the first movie. Yeah. But in the books, was that, that was probably crammed in there for the movie, but in books, he's probably, that famous gun was earlier on, right? Because we're all in, the way. We're in book six. Yeah. So I just I, felt like no, that was an iconic moment I was supposed to get all impressed with, you know? I was supposed to be like, oh. Yeah, it's, oh. so, I mean, I guess there's, you know, there's always talk about the guns. There's, uh, J- D- uh James Bond cares very, very much about his gun. Um, he, you know, he changes guns over the series of books and uh, like, there's all kinds of talk about it, but it's not like this. The movie just completely mishandles the whole thing. Mm. It's just like, it's so, it's so like unnecessary and Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's loud. Like it's to establish that M is in charge and bond is an idiot at times, Yeah, but it, it over, it goes, it overcorrects for that, you know, and you're, and you come away from it just going who are these people? Like, why are they who, like who freaking cares? Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it, like in, yeah. In the books there, he, he, uh, he probably has a Beretta to start. And by this time he's they're they're trying, uh, Fleming is trying to switch him over to, you know, this Walter, it's just who cares? They're they're. I, <laughs> You're annoyed. You're annoyed by I, this. I am, yes, I'm very annoyed because I enjoy I enjoy spotting cool guns in movies, mm-hmm. and I enjoy when the movie takes a moment to explain why why does you know why do they have this like why did the people on the boat with their incredible machine gun uh, then flee and say we're gonna come back with the dogs like hey guys uh, you kind of have these people pinned down on the beach you should just go to the beach and kill them just like, keep you know, shooting dogs. in the sand and eventually you'll get them yeah, yeah. we yeah. need dogs yeah but like no the explanation is 
right? That they realize that they that the people on the beach also have guns and they don't want to take any chances, right? That guy was like, and, uh, he was like an airplane joke that never had a punchline because yeah, <laughs> he would like because when he's on he's on the microphone, he's like bah, 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 and it's like really loud. Who are you guys in the island? We're shooting at you and all that. And then they he just, pulls it away from his face and says to his men. All right, come back later and we'll do it again. But it's the same voice. Okay, you guys, yeah. I'm not on the thing anymore, but yeah. I sound like yeah. I am. And it, it is all dubbed anyway because the guy up there yelling is like, you can tell they like hired him local. and But they got this weird stage actor to to enunciate everything for him. It was it was very hilarious. odd. Yeah, that yeah. thing threw me. All the dubbing was great, except for the uh, water whistles. And I thought I was going to shoot somebody if they didn't. <laughs> Knock it off. Knock yeah, it off the water whistles. Ursula Andress, apparently, all of her stuff was dubbed. Like her, yeah, yeah. all of her voice stuff was replaced with uh, somebody else's. Yeah, I, w- I was trying oh, to think I about it. I was that. like, a lot of this stuff was filmed on location and outdoor mics in 1962. I was trying to imagine how you would have that oh, set up. And probably so I, terrible. I, probably dubbing over was probably yeah. just the, the best answer. Probably just horrible. Like I, that's the other. Oh, we haven't even talked about this. The sound mixing. And again, sixties, early sixties, probably sure. that, that's yeah. probably the problem, but it's just all over the map. Like when people are in a room talking, I had to crank yeah. everything up when they're the minute any noise happens, action of any kind or music I had to crank it down. Like it was just so un unmixed and bummed me yeah. out. The balance was terrible. Really? And bad. all the, all the, uh, oh, all the Foley work, yeah. like i said with the with the with the water whistles for the birds i was just like back off a little bit man it's, it's just like everywhere they go it's that same damn bird they just didn't know around. what to do <laughs> look back then there was it's like a spy, a spy bird is what that is back yeah, then there was bird. like what a, a big a big fat mono speaker down at the base of the screens and so you just it yeah. didn't matter but boy today yeah, yeah. and the other thing it was it's stereo now i don't know if it's a remaster or whatever but the left channel always higher than the yeah. right always yeah, so I had to yeah. like equal when you guys you'll hear that in clips today. It's just annoying. It's like, what are you doing yeah. with me? Uh, I want to say one more thing about the stupid gun sequence because give me a stupid gun. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm mad about it. Because it's gnawing away at my very soul. That's right. So, so he he's assigned a Walter PPK, right? And sure. uh, yeah. it, this is like an artifact from the book. What right. right? Like by this time, by 1962, uh the the Beretta that he would have been using was probably um, a, a model that was just as powerful as he needed it to be. But he, you know, he goes to Jamaica, right? He's had his gun taken away and then he gave the Walter to money penny. Mm-hmm. Right? I, right. I tried to right. figure out, did he stick it in his pocket? I didn't go back and look because yeah, I, I he, thought he stuck I it in his pocket and gave her the box. Pocket, right. And gave her, that's what I oh, thought too. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I, didn't I wasn't sure about that. Yeah. I thought he gave her the whole thing because like he was, he's saying, I'm not taking that with me. You know, yeah. like I, yeah. I don't even care what M says. Yeah. But anyway, in Jamaica, the, we we finally get to see him use his handgun when he kills Professor Dent, right? Yeah. Yep. It's not a Walter or a Beretta. What is it? He's he's holding an <laughs> FN nineteen ten, which is a a thirty eight caliber pistol. It's per- perfectly powerful. But um, the the reason, by the way, he's he's using a, an FN nineteen ten is because they have to put the a silencer on it. That's right. Yeah, and they couldn't figure out. They mm. still didn't actually put a silencer on the gun. He uh, you you see him sort of press the silencer into the nose of it, and then that's it. That's all they like for the shooting yeah. sequence. They put a dowel down the barrel oh, to really? hold the silencer <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's an FN 1910 because there's a huge freaking medallion on the grip of the gun. Uh, you know, like it, you could see it and oh, it, so he it's has like, it sitting on the table. Yeah. yeah. And, and so in that moment, I'm just like, 
I, this movie doesn't care. Like it's like, it's like telling a story around the gun, but it doesn't care if the story makes any sense is right at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it's like, so I, I don't know. Cause just, they assume, just, well, it's like the tarantula I mean, 60s, thing. It's, it's a yeah. tarantula thing. It's like, well, they know most people at home are going to go, I don't know, guns. That looks like a scary gun. But then yeah. they, they same with this tarantula. It's like that looks like a spider would eat my head. But really, it would be your yeah, best. It looks pet. like a scary yeah. spider. Yeah, sixties yeah. audiences probably didn't walk out of there going, "Well, the gun stuff was totally." Yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah. We, we we weren't there yet, were we? We no, were all no. Assholes. Our gun knowledge wasn't quite. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah. Final thought: Quarrel and his thirty-eight special. That's the way to go. This whole movie. Every time Quarrel pulls out that gun, he's holding it funny. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like yeah. holding this 38 special with his whole hand yeah, I like yeah. when he crawls across the sand with the gun pointed directly in front of him at james yeah. and honey like dude maybe maybe i don't know hold that differently so you don't shoot them if you uh catch a stray rock in the sand yeah, yeah. no kidding it's just it's just like <laughs> like it's like smoking like this movie just it's a from a different time guns and and cigarettes were just like treated so differently 60 years ago yeah uh want to talk really quickly about that the the henchmen in the base to the uh aim the marvel aim <laughs> oh, yeah. radiation suits except for that one dude who looked like he's been doing nothing but farting in his suit yeah, in his semi-transparent so, suit so the entire time up. he refused to wear the regulation <laughs> uniform he's like i, I forgot where he left it at home color uh radiation i thought suit. that was um that was Doctor No himself, wasn't it? Or Dave? No, no, no. He was down. He was down at the bottom. Yeah, he had oh. his little cellophane head thing. But uh, no, yeah. this was the dude up on the platform that James Bond was going back and forth <laughs> yeah. fighting with. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He, he was, was all like, blundered was out, all bloated. Yeah, he looked like he'd been I don't know, like the like half Michelin Man sort of deflation yeah. or something. And he's he's just, like one of those. You can kind of see. He's just wearing like suit. a like a polo shirt and a pair of <laughs> yeah, khakis exactly. underneath that thing. That's why yeah. I said they called him in on his day off. He's kind of like, ah, I didn't bring my shit. Damn it. Give me some Ziploc bags. I'm about to make a suit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Also, how did he know what to do with that wheel? You know? He did. Know. That's what was Star Trek. Yeah. How do you know what to do with the wheel? All the wheel had well, was like one way to turn because, it in a big dial. Because big everything dial. was so obnoxiously labeled, Scott. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, Danger zone. Yeah, you got to make sure anybody who might come along knows how to operate all these machines. Yeah. You put huge labels on them. I'm turning it, Dr. No. Yeah. Doing good. <laughs> You're not wrong. I don't know. That, like that yeah. one game on uh, Price is Right where the, the uh, needle oh, goes oh, yeah. up and you've got to get it right in the range to win the car. Oh yeah. yeah. You mean like every game on prices, right? You said that one game. <laughs> what you meant was every game. Well, that every game where there's, you know, a, a mountain climber who's uh yeah. going up the hill being chased by a hearse. Amazing. Speaking of cars, was anybody else just thrilled by the cars in this movie? Yeah, cars are always good oh, in baseball movies. That convertible that he was oh, yeah, this, yeah. so this is before the Aston Martin became his oh, uh Yes, and also and also they're in Jamaica, right? Like they're yeah. they have to use what yeah. they can get their hands on, so like that was a 1961 Sunbeam Alpine. Oh my gosh, mm, that little Sunbeam, that little car. And by the way, so, uh, that Alpine was the very first car James Bond ever drove himself in a movie. Whoa! Oh, oh really? really? Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm good. Uh, well, I mean, every... did he really drive it though? Because it was all green screen shit, wasn't it? Hey, he said in it, James Bond was <laughs> driving the car. No, oh, the no, James Bond was driving. Not I, the character I, James Bond yeah. was. Yeah, okay, was I gotcha. Guess. Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah that's a beautiful car. I would drive that car right now. Yeah. Someone would just hand it to me. Oh, yeah. totally. <laughs> There's only one James Bond car I would drive, and that's the one that, that, that turns into a boat. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the submersible the or the boat? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the submarine? Both. 
Yeah, yeah. It does it turns into a? It's a car, then it turns into a submarine. Boat car yeah. sub. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, kind of de- hard to deny how rad those are. I agree. Yeah. 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 Right, so when I was a kid, the uh, the one in Spy Who Loved Me, I'm not sure which one it was, but he he had an amazing like, a, yeah, a, a boat that would go under and and then out and then be three different things. And I just remember thinking, man. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the one that uh, Pierce Brosnan drives remotely using a Sega Game Gear is pretty dang cool, too. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty cool. You're not wrong. Was that an actual Nailed Sega it. Game Gear? I can't no, remember. No, it, was, it looked more like the uh, the temp pads that the uh, the TVA right. uses in, in Loki. So, <laughs> so do, you, do you reckon that, uh, that Quarrel burst into flame so much because he had drank that whole bottle of rum? Is that the reason why he was... <laughs> Probably. Is that why he was so flammable Aww. when he got? He drank a lot of. Aww. He drank a lot, man. Look, man, he brought it. He bought it rum for everybody. Yeah, that was a. Yeah, he did. that was a big. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. He could have played. He could have played some uh, some hillbilly music. I just thing. I, I <laughs> want to. I just want to mention two other cars <laughs> yeah. that, that I just blew my mind. Oh, three. Let's t- say okay, three. Three cars. Um. So right. when he gets in, when he gets in the in the limo from the airport, that's a '57 Chevy. Everybody's seen a '57 Chevy. It's in just. It's in immaculate condition. I mean, it was practically new when the movie was made. There's mm-hmm. another uh, moment where a taxi is a '59 Cadillac, and I'm like, that's weird. It's like champagne colored. Mm, it's like right. pink Cadillac is so obnoxious for having a taxi sign on the roof and then uh they're being chased at some point by the hearse uh, by these bad guys in a in a 61 uh, impala and every one of those cars the cadillac the chevy bel air the impala every one of them blew my mind because they were all original and like right. nowadays if you ever see a 61 impala especially here in la there's nothing original on that car it doesn't look at all like it did in the movie yeah a lot of rust eh? yeah plenty no, of a lot of like a lot of like lifts and strange oh, small okay wheels oh and, yeah. okay so you're saying they've been modded yeah it's what about what about LEDs. the hearse what it, what a brilliant! The three blind mice. I want to know more about those guys because yeah. they, uh, first of all, most not cover ever. Three blind guys walking in a row. Yeah, you're not <laughs> attracting any of attention. Nope. Anyway, nope. They, uh, they, their getaway car after killing somebody was thrown in the back of a hearse. What a perfect yeah, idea! Yeah, it's two, in a casket. It's, it's yeah. two different cars, right? So uh, the car you see driving around uh, on the dirt for whatever reason, like you never see that in modern movies, uh, is a '39 LaSalle. And uh, it's just a famous old car. But then I can't figure out what the hell they threw off the cliff. Like it, like they must have gone to the junkyard and gotten a couple of cars and welded them together. I just like I have no idea. I whatever goes off yeah. the whatever goes off the cliff is not a thirty nine Lasalle at all. It's a just mm. total other car painted black. And uh, that was weird to me. Like, I thought it wasn't oh, yeah. going to explode when they taught. I was like, this is not yeah, normal. It didn't take these, long. these always explode. Why is this not exploding? And then it exploded. <laughs> I was well, like, oh, the, okay. The, the rum finally uh, spilt out and uh, then it got exploded. It did have a weird struck. I will say this in kind of as my final overall on this thing. It had a weird, um, not structure, I guess structure. It felt like there was a lot of buildup, a lot of talking, a lot of small moments. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to Dr. No's lair and everyone's in their dumb bug suits doing their thing, that all just felt like busy work and not really a climax. Like it just felt. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It was very, very, yeah. Very quick on the climax. And it even, right. Like even the, even the battle himself with, you know, with Dr. No himself was, uh, 
Like, oh, yeah. we'll just pushed him in the just water. And then they show the water. Mm-hmm. Perfect opportunity to see like a hand come back out of the water because they yeah. focused on that uh, boiling uh, the cool I, the reactor water for a while. But mm-hmm. nope. Do- yeah. Doctor No needs to come back with like extended everything. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> like he survived it's it. A, it's a head with a bunch of just gripper hands. Yeah, all, gripper all stuff. Yeah. Do you think we ever get like a straight up Doctor No redo or, or you know like Casino Royale happened, but that was hard. You know that was hardly a, a James yeah, Bond only- movie. The only real, and it wasn't even real because it was outside of canon, was Thunderball getting remade into Never Say Never Again, which yeah, right. was outside. I don't, I don't think we ever get a James Bond movie that's a remake of another James Bond movie. Interesting. Okay. Because I, I think you, there's so much content that I don't think we're the the obvious one. I think would be like Goldfinger or. For me, it's Honor. I can't believe they've never remade On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like because that was there, kind of. You it, yeah. it was a perfect Weird. moment a few Transition years ago. Bond. Yeah, uh, you, to have Daniel Craig do like a, a a it's not a bottle movie, but you know what I mean, like a yeah, right, a, a, self-contained, a, sure, yeah, like mm-hmm. and and like Honor Majesty's Secret Service is just the perfect thing, like to to you know to examine all the stuff that that movie examines to have you know have it end exactly like the movie ended. I right. I, I don't know that that one strikes me as I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. Yeah, I yeah. maybe they will. I mean, they got. We don't know who the new dude is yet, but we're getting close to some kind of talk about that. I would assume, and maybe yeah. there's a chance to redo some of these. Like I don't. They've stayed so far away from redos, um, that I just think maybe now's the time you could probably recycle some of this. I'm not saying go do Moonraker, although maybe I am saying that. I, I'm not saying it, but I'm also not saying. I'm it. not saying don't. <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> if you want to do something stupid, do it. But uh, do it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, I really, I have to say though, overall, I, I kind of had a good time with this because once I got in the mindset of it's the 1960s and this tone yeah. of the sixties era bond is a different thing. And then I just kind of melted into it also that it's a British only production and you know, broccoli's mm-hmm. young and not being a dick and <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> broccoli dick, broccoli dick. <laughs> and, uh, and I, and then I just really enjoyed soaking it up. I had a good time. You yeah. know, I did not yeah. hate this movie, I guess is what I'm saying, which, you know, I'm not saying we should hate any movies, but th- this movie worked for me. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Had a good time. I like it. I, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, I was I was kind of dreading it. I was like, oh, you know, when you it's, it's kind of like this, you have to get into this mindset when you go back to watch these old Bond movies. And it's like, oh, but once you get into it, it's just like, oh, you know what? I want to watch another one. Yep. And I want to watch another one. Yeah. Kind, kind of in the mood it. now. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I would watch. Yeah. Uh, gears. I'm not saying we need to just plow through them all, but I'm in the mood for more Bond. Yeah, I would totally. (laughs) And I would say this would be a great, a great one to do in order. I, I feel like if we're going to do it, yeah, that's why. That's that's basically why we watched Doctor No this week. I, I would really like to see us over a period of years uh, go. You know, watch from Russia with Love, and then Goldfinger, and then Thunderball. I don't think I've seen from Russia with Love. I know, I know. I think I've seen all of them. I think, but that's kind of cheating, though. Because there used to be those James Bond marathons, and you would just you just turn it on all day, and, and you just watch yeah. as much as you could, soak it up like some kind of free yeah. nut. Yeah, yeah. And and you know the George Lazenby movie is my favorite James Bond movie still, and I oh, wow. feel like if we're ever gonna sack it, I would like for us to have watched the five movies that come before it because like it informs so much about that movie. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, I would. Uh, 
I'm trying to think. Have I, I seen almost, that one? I almost I'm, picked up the first three James Bond Volume One Blu-ray sets <laughs> okay. at Barnes and Nobles while I was in there. Yeah. I guess I should is have that, now. Is mm. that the one with the like the solid color box with the yeah. outline of James Bond? Yeah. But yeah. that's oh no, you it, know what? There was that, one that they came out with that I hated. That was like four movies, and they weren't sequential. It was like oh, here's oh, a Sean no. Connery movie and a Roger Moore movie. Oh, no, that, that would suck. It does. It no one, does no one it wa- nobody suck. watches James Bond like that. No, no, with you people. No, no. that is weird. It's their way of selling. Like, oh, you want Goldfinger? Well, you're also going to have to buy License to exactly. Kill. Exactly. Uh, you and want a the view good- to a kill with that one? Yeah, you want the one good one? <laughs> then guess <laughs> right. what? I didn't. Also, they introduced Spectra here, and I was like, I was oh, like, Spectra. Well, Spectra? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Spectra. That's what I say. Spectra. <laughs> Spectra. You said SpectraVision is what you yeah, said. Spectra. Yeah. I like Spectra. It's pretty good. Hey, you're you're here from Spectra. <laughs> you from this factory? Come on, come on in, sir. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, well, now we gotta we gotta cap things off. Some sweet sound files uh, from the film. I've already played two of them, so we're already ahead of the game here. Uh, let's play this one. This is Meet Lady James Bond or Meeting Lady James Bond. Meet what? Lady. What? I don't know. What, I don't know why I wrote that. Let's find out. I admire your courage, Miss uh... Trench. Sylvia Trench. I admire your Trench. luck. Mr. Bond. James Bond. First time. First time. Right. Uh, Maybe it sets up the whole thing that 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 Bond, James Bond thing was originated because he was making fun of Sylvia Trench. (laughs) I would hope so. (laughs) I really wish her first name had been Coat because that would have been just as much. Yeah, Coat Trench. Or dirt uh, trench, coat trench. Yeah, (laughs) right. Uh, Camp, camping trench. I don't know what other trenches there are. Bill Trench, no, it's trench mouth, trench mouth, trench mouth. <laughs> such a weird, <laughs> it's such a weird beginning. Gotta go. That. See you later. <laughs> That's amazing. Such a good motif, and to have started so humbly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I wrote here. I, that, oh, go ahead. Did you guys? Did you guys notice the the creep that was sitting next to to Sean Connery? That was like when they handed uh, Sean Connery the card. About the guy at the door, no. and the other guy sitting next to him is like all looking at the cards and stuff. I'm like, hey, hey, is he a butt? I didn't notice <laughs> didn't him. Notice that. I did. You know yeah, what? I'll, I couldn't help but notice him. Man, did I ever get schooled on Twitter about Baccarat? Because uh, oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't no. know this. I was like, what's this big poker spatula poker thing? Spatula. Yeah. And oh, people are like, that, that is. Uh, excuse me, that's called a blah blah blah, and it's used only for Baccarat, and it's a very important tool in the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you guys calm How the f down. These people with their Baccarat knowledge, it was did, killing me. Is that, is anybody, that broccoli in the background? Who's that? <laughs> did anybody <laughs> tell you, Scott, that it's a uh, form of Baccarat that's called Chemin de Fer? No, uh, probably. After a while, I kind of <laughs> stopped reading. Ignoring it. Muted, <laughs> muted responses to that tweet. It was a lot. It was so crazy. It, it came lot. out of the yeah. woodwork. I was like, I, you know what, guys? I really had no idea, but thanks. And uh, let's move yeah. on. I was more um, excited about the spatula than the actual what the hell game that was. Yeah, I don't care about Twitter. the game. It's yeah. all spatula to me. Yeah. Um, anyway, it looked like something you'd pull a really skinny pizza out of the oven with. But anyway, whatever. It does. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, here is, uh, oh, this is how double O's, double O uh, numbers work. If you carry a double O number, it means you're licensed to kill, not get killed. No, oh, that would it mean. What? Oh, I've been doing that all wrong then. I've been oh. trying to get killed. Oh. Oh. That was not a clever line. No, no. I no. don't understand. Yeah. Not the best M. No, he's fine. Whatever. That guy's fine. Yeah, he's all right. His lines just were a little. Yeah, he's dead. What does it matter? Yeah, what does it matter? <laughs> all those people are dead, man. That's another one of those movies I'm watching and going, 
dead, dead, dead. I looked up all the, the dead. Bond He's girls. Dead. Yeah. He's dead. She's the, dead. The Bond girls are all dead. One of them, last one died in 2018. Um, she was 83. That's pretty good then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dead. Everyone's dead. All right. Here's, um, oh, this the music sometimes reminded me of 50 sitcoms. Here's an example. I mean, it feels like Laura's about to pull a trick on Rob Petrie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, love it, love it. Uh, yeah. Hate it. I can't hate ping, it. Ping. No need right here. A little ping, 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 ping. Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Give us some plings. Masterpiece. Uh, let's see. I don't know what this is. Let me look at the title. Oh, oh, this reminded me of George Costanza for some reason. Here, enjoy. Uh, James Bond, Universal Exports. <laughs> yes, imports and exports. Yeah, exported. Yeah, should have given And you want to be my? <laughs> he should have named himself Vandalay or whatever. I forgot the first right. name. Yeah, Vandalay. Art, 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 Vandalay. Vandalay Industries. Um, all right, here's a strange. These are strange last words for a poisoned person. And you tell me what he said here. Oh, your hair was so. No, I'll yeah. do it again. To, your hair well, I, is so. I are. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll let everybody else guess because I, I know this because I had closed caption on because of that oh, whole thing. I was, okay, like, I was cool. like, what the hell did he say? All right, let me play it one more time for the audience at home, and then you're going to tell me. Hold on. To hell with you. What did he say? Um, To hell with you. Yeah, that's what to it's Oh, really? You. Okay, now yeah. that we know that, let me play it. To hell with you. Okay, so the <laughs> at the end was just <laughs> him. Yeah, that little that little extra bit, bit was nothing. It's just... <laughs> Oh, hell with you. That's <laughs> such a weird sound. Yeah. Um, all right. He likes fishing. I'm interested in fishing. That's a thing. Played that earlier. Uh-huh. Let's see. Sure. Oh, here's some background music about fruit that I captured. Mango, banana. Oh, yeah. Bam, mango, uh, banana. Man, Everything they there. Played, <laughs> they played the crap of underneath the mango tree, dude. Yeah, they they played the crap out of it. Hell, he, yeah. he sang it later. He actually, yeah, yeah, yeah the very yeah. end on the boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. Honey was singing it while she was on the little uh, on the island. Everybody was singing it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, it must have yeah. been hot. Must have been number one with a bullet. Yeah, 1962. Sure. Number yeah. one with a bullet, dude. What are, are you? Are any, you of, uh, any of you with me by the end of the movie, yelling at the movie to find another song? No, no, yeah. but yeah. I did. Yeah, I was kind of annoyed by it because it just felt like fruit songs. That's all it was. I wanted <laughs> fruit songs. I wanted some Damn, weird music. Spotify and, I'm gonna go on Spotify and start me a list. Get a list hey, of fruit like, songs. You know, yeah, it wasn't until the next movie we'd start getting a pop song for the uh, for the intro. Yeah. So that's right. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, who, who sung that? The monkeys? What no, was it? It was which, what's her name? What was it? Goldfinger. No, that's not the next movie. No, no. Uh, no. The next one was Diamonds. No, from Russia with Love. It was Matt Monroe. That's right. Oh, okay. You know, the hot from the hot stylings of Matt Monroe. From Russia with love. Like a mango. I to you. <laughs> Much wiser since my. Boy. No, no, don't stop. Do the whole thing. Goodbye from you. If that doesn't tell you. The, oh, my Lord. around Help. is through. <laughs> I fly to you. I regret nothing. Russia with love. Dang okay. It. Now I got to scratch these new patrons off the list. They've all left. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you mean told me to finish it out. You told me. It's you Dunaway's fault. All right. Here's uh, uh, pictures of me. I don't know what this is. Why do you want another picture of me? Because I only got your hat at the airport. Oh, that's all I got. But that giant. And she was after that. That was the last we ever saw of her. So I'm assuming Rummy took her back to uh, Coral Rummy. Took her back somewhere and got rid of her. I don't know. Also dead, by the way. Dead. 
All of well, them. He, yeah. took her, he took her to that side room next to the bar that's just filled with empty crates. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And there, and, and there she is, a ch- chick in the bucket. The rest of the movie, she's yeah. just in the crate room. Yeah. Crate room. Chicken, chicken, the vodka crate room with the hospital. <laughs> that's right. You know, it's crazy. Uh, Sean, whiskey barrel. Sean Connery. Out, I just looked at dates for all the people. Sean Connery outlived everyone in this film. Oh, he, wow. The directors, writers, everyone in it, uh, the broccolis, everybody, the ladies. He outlived oh. all of them. I don't know what that nice. means, but it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, here's a. Oh shit! I lost my. There we go. Uh, here's a sit down moment. Sit down. Okay, Doctor No. How about Doctor Yes? That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, that, that was. was cool. I like that. I liked all cool that scene. Uh, according to Stanley Kubrick, that scene and the stuff toward the end, the set stuff, is what made him hire the set director for this movie to yeah. be for that. Uh, how we it was good. The bomb. That was a nice set. Doctor Strange Love. Yeah. Yeah, that it was, was cool. Good. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like this. There's a dragon. What? That's a dragon. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Oh my There's god! I'll leave Coral alone. I love Coral alone, man. He's leave John Kitts Miller alone, man. He's, He's fine. Fantastic. Also dead. All right, check this out. Connery singing. Underneath the mango tree, my honey and me. Yeah, it's pretty good. Ba, sure. Ba, ba, ba. Not can, bad. He does pretty good. Croon it out a little bit there. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, what was fifty dollars worth in the early sixties? That's what I want to know after hearing this. Shells was like. Yeah, it was like it was fifty bucks. Are they valuable? This one is worth fifty dollars in Miami. Fifty. It's like she had to reiterate how. Yeah, this she had to hide that's it. Can you believe 50. it? That is I'd enough. say at least three hundred dollars. What right. do you think? Hold on, I'm at the inflation cal- calculator right now. Take your guesses. This is three hundred and twenty-five dollars. You can buy a AAA video game. One hundred seventy-five. Uh, two answer. Answer is two fifty. Uh, if if uh, it was worth fifty dollars in nineteen sixty two, it is now worth four hundred and ninety. Damn! Oh, wow. oh yeah, I figured it'd be like that. I wonder if the shells continued. Ninety. I, <laughs> I wonder if the shells continued to retain their value. You know what I mean? Like if they would be right. that price today? Probably not. Is my guess. Yeah. Not I don't know, man. Is it how hard is it to find a, a, a nice shell like that now? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, there's I, rarity. I've, I've been in a shell shop recently, and I was shocked at how cheap they are. Yeah, shell shocked. Are so- That's what I was going to say. I couldn't, shell I couldn't get shocked. out. I was laughing on the inside. Shell <laughs> shocked. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah, here's right. um here's the thing that Sean Connery says, but then I think it contradicts his future work. So here's this. There are no such things as dragons. Yeah, there are. Oh, dragons. wow. There's dragons with I didn't heart. even notice that. That's a good I point. Also, I also noted that. Um, yeah. yeah. I should. I went. I was going to go dig up some audio from yeah. Dragonheart, but I didn't. I was too lazy yeah. last right. night. Yeah, not I was worth tired. It. I didn't want to do it. I mean, I'll take all the time in the world to put a fart inside of a fart right. thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> or assemble a great gif of a uh, an aim employee, a red aim employee, yeah. uh, hosing down. Yeah, I will do that. I'll spend time on those really things. Good. But yeah. boy, when it really counts, don't count on me. All right, check this out. He has never seen that stuff. Did you ever see a mongoose dance or a scorpion with sunstroke sting itself to death? Or a praying mantis eat her husband after making love? I hate to admit it, but I haven't. <laughs> you hate to admit it? Okay. I don't think they're married. Let me, let me give you my Reddit uh, address. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a lot of these on my Facebook feed. Here, yes. let me... Let me show let you me, these videos. Friend me. I'm <laughs> my TikTok features many scorpions stinging themselves. <laughs> there are so many discords devoted to these things. Yeah. Now, she made a noise later that I cannot figure out. So here's the noise. It's pretty good. <laughs> you heard that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but good yeah. luck to her in the future. 
Oh, sorry, she's dead. All right, moving on. I think I think because all of that was probably overdubbed, they had to like go back and go, what kind of noise do you think I made here? And they settled on that. Yeah, it sounds like she's choking good. on like a, I don't know, pine cone a grape. or something. A grape. A grape. Oh, <laughs> where's the fourth grape on your plate? <laughs> she's choking on it. <laughs> Quick, give it a himlik. Uh, here's a. Here's a, I swear I've heard him say this before, so maybe this is memed somehow, or I heard it in something else, but here I've, I know I've heard him in this reply to what she says. How can you eat at a time like this? Because I'm hungry. Because I'm hungry. Yeah. yeah and it's the last time I'll get to eat. I don't know. There was somebody that was using that as like a... I thought for a while we were using it as our foodie sound, but if you don't remember... Are that, we? Then... Maybe we are. Hold on. Hungry. Maybe that was it. I didn't actually look it up. Um, here's let me get. Are you hungry? No. Aren't you hungry? No. What'd you say? There's a chicken in there. That's we me. were early. I was. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. Just hungry, Albert. And who was getting hungry over? Are you hungry? Bob is hungry. <laughs> I thought you weren't hungry. Bob. I can't find it. Oh, I could. Yeah, I maybe, maybe it wasn't us. I could have sworn somebody will tell us. Oh, you're have. not wrong, dude. Now that you've said that, I feel like that is it. But because I, I just, I'm hungry, I can't think of it. We need to do that more on like the Patreon feed, Scott. You just <laughs> like you all just of those hungry quotes. Yeah. yeah, I hungry love dump. it. They, yeah. uh, they, I actually do owe them a bunch of fresh clips because uh, we do. Yeah. I do save the the best of the movie ones and put them in a folder, and mm-hmm. they all get them. So, but yeah, the nice. hungry, the hungry uh, super mashup. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> super cut, hungry yeah. super cut. Uh, here's a oh something about a missionary. Anyway, here it is. I was the unwanted child of a German missionary. Oh, that's such a weird origin story. Oh, yeah. I, and I also, my mother was this and had four <laughs> eyes and two monkeys. Tinder bio right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like to the meet worst you. Worst Tinder bio ever. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, he's a member of Spectre, so it's the first time we ever hear about that. A member of Spectre. Spectre? Spectre. Spectre. <laughs> Spectre. Yeah, you can... Spectre, are you sure? Are you sure about this? Spectre, Spectre, Spectre. All right, here's uh, could you what could have got you in the samp sack swamp? Oh, swamp, thank you. That's what I meant. I spelled it wrong. Here it is. I could have had you killed in the swamp. All right, (laughs) not the samp. I mean, the swamp, the swamp. (laughs) Swamp. (laughs) You're gonna kill me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Now you make me want to go back and do that to all clips. Just keep adding yeah. as yeah. if it was, you know, edit it like they said it over and over. I love that. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's all of that. And now we, we got this. Oh. It's the film sack checklist. Nice puffy air suit. Dr. No and his friends. Check. I thought it was Dr. No. So I kind of screwed that one up. Um, I also like four grapes for dinner. Uh, yeah, finally, <laughs> I always hide my secret radio behind a shelf of poorly painted fake books. Check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that earlier in the movie. I could have sworn that I was going to get a Brian's prom date about my uh, date with a foot fetish. You were going to play the quote yeah. at the end where he says, uh, well, now that you're here, give us a toe. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Missed opportunity. Dang it. Not I bad. missed that entirely. Uh, good ah, call, that's though. Okay. That's all right. Uh, that lady with the hidden radio also dead. All right, moving on. Uh, I just want to admit to Brian Ibbett, it took me my brain forever to understand that he meant tow us like with a oh, like, really? T-O-W? Yeah, <laughs> I heard that and I'm like, what? Why would anyone give That's him some kind of colloquialism? <laughs> give I us a tow. Yeah, jeez, give us a tow, money penny. 
You think Money Penny did? Was there ever a James Bond where him and Money Penny got it no. on? Okay, no. no. Always, uh, you know, the, the the constant flirtation. Okay, yeah. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride, or whatever. Right. Okay. Uh, well, that's all well and good. Let's move on to the uh, the Star Trek connections. There are none, right? We don't have any. Nothing there. Done. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. I was really no. We talked pre-show about it, but I really wish there was like just like one TOS actor or something. But there's nothing. Uh, We're watching a British production that was filmed almost entirely in Jamaica using locals and nope. And mango songs. So it all worked out in the end. Yeah, and I couldn't even really find a good. I wanted to find a really good strong second connection. Like I went looking. Like was Sean Connery ever in anything with Patrick Stewart? Nope. Nothing. Okay. What about uh, Ursula Andress? Was she ever in anything with uh, William Shatner? Nope. You know what? The closest connection you can make between Patrick Stewart and him is he was King Richard in uh, the Kevin Costner. Um, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Yeah. And they did the parody one, Men in Tights. And Patrick Stewart no, showed yeah. up as King oh. Richard at the end of that okay. as the parody of that one. So that's about as close as I think you're going to get. Forgot about that. Yeah, remember it was it was mm. meant to be like oh like that time Connery showed up except as Patrick Stewart. That's funny. <laughs> I think that was the whole thing. All right, uh, <laughs> real quick, I forgot to do this during the show. Grab a bucket. I think the photography lady is the chicken. Oh bucket. yeah, yeah. I think we kind of talked yeah. about it. I and, think Brian yeah. implied that with the chicken, yeah. the vodka. Crate. Right. Oh, <laughs> did you say vodka crate? I missed that. That's pretty good. Yeah. All Plus right. Well done. Took her, took her out. Well done. Uh, we're going to now move on to the uh, the uh, soundtrack grade. I'd give it a uh, fine. It's fine. Was, yeah. uh, give it a. I mean, I, I love the theme. Uh, the theme. The theme is eternal, right? Like uh, that theme is forever and always amazing, and I will never not yeah. want to hear it. But the rest of it's just kind of whatever. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum up this this fine first entry into the James Bond universe in 280 characters or less. And this week, I uh, think I'm going to just do random. Uh, let's go with Randy. Dr. No, French-Canadian guy pretending to be Chinese faces off against Scottish guy pretending to be sneaky while minnows pretend they're whales. Just like a Saturday night at Ibbett's house. I know it doesn't work, but it works. <laughs> I like oh. it. I think that worked r- really it well. It works enough. Yeah. <laughs> the sufficient workitude. Uh, hey, right. Brian Dunaway, why don't you throw it at us now? Dr. No. Did you ever see a mongoose dance or puss feller wrestle alligators or a guy with no hands eat four grapes? Well, I have. Hashtag Dr. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Nope. Nope. That's good. Nope. Uh, boy, what a bummer when your hands are metal and then the, the bar you need to grab onto that will be the only yeah. thing to save your life is... <laughs> repellent no of the grips. middle yeah that's a real yeah. bummer all right um where were we oh brian Ibbett. uh i accidentally wrote two uh accidentally uh <laughs> dr no i have no quarrel with this movie honey oh, eh. oh nice uh then Word salad. Uh, dr no i love it when he says you don't need to eat you've already got 500 pounds of food inside of you Oh, wait, that's Dr. Now. Oh, Dr. Now. Oh, uh, oh I my see. my 600-pound life. But like eight uh, people got that joke. Yeah, but all eight of Speaking those are of, really grateful that you did it. Speaking of the minnows who thank their whales uh, line, that yeah. was uh, that was improvised. Uh, it was inserted at the last minute because what they were what they were looking at and what they had scripted didn't quite match up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Um, like the book, they were going for a window into the ocean. Gotcha. Right? Oh, okay. okay. That's all that, that all that was going to be. 
is a window into the ocean and fish swimming because by. they're rich and that's yeah. it yeah. he made it and, he made it more than that by doing that that's good and actually. they couldn't work that out yeah so they decided okay it'll be a fish tank and we'll put a big magnifying lens <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over it and so like like the filmmakers were surprised <laughs> when they you know when they got to come film the scene and what they were looking at wasn't matching what they had in the script so they right well i also it's, it's important to note that this was not the only last minute insertion there was that time where he said i need to get out of here immediately and then he stayed with the girl for a hot second that was a last minute insertion if you know what i'm saying if you know what i'm getting oh. at. <laughs> yeah. okay. penetration penis vagina you know what i mean oh uh, you know, making babies. Let's do this part here. This is the alternate <laughs> titles. Uh, this just handed to me. Here it is. This is definitely not my business license. I just renewed. This is an actual list of uh, titles that oh. were almost uh, used for the film. The Spy Who Stranded Me at Sea Twice uh, was oh. almost the name. and uh, Or it was almost called Sometimes Dr. No Means No. Oh, oh there you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sharp. Yeah, some sharp business there. Speaking of sharp business, emails come to us at filmsack at gmail.com. We've had one I've been holding on to for a bit here from Alex from West Michigan, who says this, Scott, Brian, uh, Randy, Brian, and Brian, I want to tell you how much I appreciate what you guys do. Filmsack has become my favorite podcast overnight. Once oh. I started exploring podcasts about movies, I started with the Towering Inferno and Nighthawks episodes as two nice. of my older favorites. As a child of the 90s, raised on every type of movie imaginable, I have the benefits, as Hans Gruber would say, of a classical education. And now that I have gotten a feel for what you guys or a feel for you guys and what really works well for the podcast, I have the perfect film for you to add. Leviathan, the nineteen eighty nine oh. sci-fi epic that emulates oh. Alien, The Abyss, Deep Star Six, and many other similar movies in all of the best and worst possible ways. Uh, it may even be the most film sackable film yet. Once you guys get to it, keep up the good work and thank you again for your amazing content, Alex in West Michigan. Well, Alex, first yep. of all, thanks yep. for such nice words. That was very kind of you. Yes. And nice. second of all, why haven't we done Leviathan? What is wrong with us? Yeah, no. It was kidding. on our list, right? Wasn't it like yeah, a part of that on, whole list of. Yeah, it's on my search list. It's just, it's movies that we never see streaming. But is that I'll, not I'll streaming? keep looking. Is that not, what's, it, what's the status of that thing? Let's see. Uh, Levi, how do you spell that? L- oh, there it is. E- V-I-A-T-H-A. There you go. Uh, Roku with ads, Hoopla, Tubi with ads, Redbox with ads, and Perfect. Pluto TV with ads. So. <laughs> it's a Brian Dunaway special. This is a Dunaway special. I mean, honestly, ads, no problem. If we're all no subjected to, to the same service and we all have to do ads on Pluto or something, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. We yeah. could totally do it. Be fine with me. Although it says you, leaving I, soon. I mean, but, somebody let me know last week. Because I, I kept thinking, I've watched plenty of Tubi with no freaking commercials. But someone let us know last week that if you turn on your ad blocker for Tubi, it blocks the ads from playing. So it doesn't even play the ads during the things. Really? I don't know. I got an ad oh. blocker turned on by default and never really gave it any thought. But maybe. I don't know. Wow. What is not that I'm Not that I'm promoting, you know, watching free TV from uh, Tubi. Have you heard of this Hoopla site? Yeah. I've never heard of these guys. Listen to what they say. Instant access to millions of audiobooks, ebooks, comics, movies, television, and more. That's that's I've never even heard of these guys. Mm-hmm. So if I sign up today, what do I get? Uh, a lot of spam. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a library thing. Yes, yeah, so it hooks up to your oh, library. Oh, gotcha. it's not it's not for everybody. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll look Scott, at that I just later. want to repeat something that the emailer said. Yeah. Leviathan is just so perfect. Like 
it's yeah. got Ernie Hudson, it's got Daniel Stern, it's got Hector Elizondo. Ooh. Like it's just like one of the the tour de force for us. Like oh. we we will sack it eventually. And what's beautiful is I remember avoiding it when it came out in 1989 <laughs> because everybody told me it was a ripoff of all the other movies. Yeah. Now then I would have had the brain of going, yeah, I don't want to do that. But now. <laughs> Freaking! Now it's like, oh my god, I want to see it more. Yeah, are you kidding? <laughs> Freaking Peter Weller in his in his in his RoboCop years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and we and we've just basically named the whole cast. It's got a dozen people total. Period. Yeah, Amanda pays. Well, because it's like a you're in a submarine and it's it's hell down there. Yeah. You know, so there's only like a handful of you. Because then they start dying. I'm sure they start getting picked off. Oh, we got a. Can we bump this up? I don't care about ads. Let's get yeah, ads. Yeah, Who it's cares? got it's got Stan Winston stuff in it, so it's fun. We got to do this. Uh, yeah, we will. We're we going to push for it, Alex. Thank you for that recommendation. As always, if you want to be like Alex and email the show, you can do it super simply. Filmsack at gmail dot com. Even more, if you want to become a patron of our uh, show, you can do that as well at patreon dot com slash filmsack. Like brand new patrons Rob Walsh, Ray Glover, oh. and David Lafone. Rob Walsh, uh, creator and host of Podcast Four One One, OG podcast. Oh, yeah, no, uh, assuming it's the go. same Rob Walsh, but yeah, if that's if that's him. Oh, uh, it may. Yeah, it's true. It may not be the same. I hope Rob it's Walsh. him. That'd be amazing. Been around forever. That guy. Yeah, he knows what Podcast Alley is. He knows. He's seen the pickle. He's seen <laughs> Vote that pickle. for me on Podcast Alley. That's right. He's still annoyed with Keith and the girl for winning every week. He knows. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway. That's uh, that's your uh, good good time, fun time names for this week, and we really appreciate you guys doing this. We just put up, uh, or will be putting up, sorry, on the on Monday, a brand new monthly uh, episode by Brian Ibbett. Uh, Brian, yeah. you want to give, yeah. give him a hint at what you're covering there? Just a little taste, a little tease? A little teasy taste of what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to uh, talk about uh, one of my favorite movie genres, and... Um, and no, it's not time travel movies. Although, boy, boy, have I got one plan for four months from now or whenever I'm doing my next one. I'd, I'd actually call it like a sub sub genre. You you yeah you right, pick a true. very a very narrow definition of movies and, and yeah. dive into that. And I just thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, thank you. Well, there you go. Well, uh, subscribe if you're not a subscriber. Subscribe because you'll get to hear me finally be brilliant. Nice. Oh, <laughs> I've heard I know that's not what you're saying, Randy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> It sounded like it, but I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> well, anyway, if you want this kind of content on the monthly, you'll get... Nobody else gets these, by the way. They're not time-released yeah. for everyone else or anything. No. It's just Patreon, uh, plus a whole bunch of other reasons to join up, including monthly art and um, and beyond. Go check it out, patreon.com slash filmsack today. Our next movie will be The Born Supremacy. Ooh. It's uh, Born Supreme. Uses the same yes. seven ingredients as uh, Born Identity, just in a different order. That's right. And with in sour cream. Don't forget the sour, sour cream. cream. Yeah. Yes. Not unlike what we did with, uh, or what we've been doing with the transporter. We thought let's right. watch a bunch of these Born movies, and um, you know we'll spread them out a bit. Been a few movies since the last one. It's time for another one. So we're doing the supremacy. This yeah. is a lot of people say is their favorite. Um, some people hate it because of the. Paul Greengrass directorial style, which is very cut camera, quick, jerky stuff. Mm -hmm. I think Greengrass is awesome. I love his movies, but I, you know, your your mileage may vary. So that's next week. Where's that streaming, Randy? Do you have that handy? HBO Max. HBO Max. The Maximum Max. Yeah, Max. Headroom. Anyway, that's over there at HBO Max. Born Supremacy next week, right here on FilmSack. In the meantime, FilmSack.com is our website. As always, patreon.com slash filmsack. Send us your emails, filmsack at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter at filmsack if you want to pop in there and say hi. 
uh, that'll do it for us. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, rest in peace, the 420 actors who are all awesome who died in the last week. <laughs> My gosh, know, David, right? Warner, oh, David yeah. Warner passed, like the two people yeah, from the cast Sorvino, of The Sopranos. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, who else was? Somebody else was big the other day. Ah, crap. Anyway, it's too many. We got a real spate mm-hmm. going here. I know you're all hitting 83 and whatever. I get it. Slow down. Slow your roll, David Warner types, because we love you. David yeah. Warner, man. Look at that dude. Yeah. Oh. That career played two people in Star Trek that are so memorable. Chancellor Gorkin mm-hmm. with the purple blood and the whatnot. And, and the then, four lights Cardassian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the thing everyone says when they think of, you know, they're all four. Everyone does that all the time. Yeah, whenever David there's Warner. four of something, that's what we there always four say. grapes. That's right. <laughs> right. The, the, the time bandits devil. Oh, he's so good. And yeah. bad guy in freaking Tron. Oh, oh. Anyway. War games? <laughs> All right, so I'll stop. I love David Warner, and I'm super sad he died. Um, anyway, that's uh, all those things. Oh, leave us for you on iTunes, wherever you uh, get a chance, or wherever you're getting your podcasts. Not iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called. Uh, everywhere but Google Play. or Google Play's podcast player sucks ass. You can just tell them that when you're there. Uh, that's it for us. Thank you for listening. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I prefer the 53 myself. We'll see you next time. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. The hell was your... That's so effing weird.